gonna win a title there? You got you you still you gotta think gonna win a title there. I don't know, bro. You can't call who gonna win the title. I know. The only team you can call to win the title is Alabama and Clemson. That's it. That's it. It's three hundred other programs in college, bro. That's why they ain't gonna win. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. We are back, man, for another episode. Episode 27 of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk, man. I am your man's one more time. One of your favorite sports soldiers back in the building. Your and man's Dedra L. Hicks Jr. And this your man, Black, back for another episode. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And of course, of course, we have my man's. Mr. Fan Mullen, <laughs> a.k.a., you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Munchie Mania, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. What you say, Fan Mullen? Fan mm-hmm. Mullen, huh? Okay, cool. Locker okay. room dancing, huh? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what they yeah. <laughs> We definitely gonna get into it. All right, so yeah, we back, man, for another episode of the Sports Desk, man. It's a little rainy out here, man, so that's what you're hearing in your background, but we gonna get it done. Few things to discuss as always, man. We're gonna get into college football week six, week six, excuse me. We're gonna talk those Gators and those Auburn Tigers, man. The melee there. We're gonna talk about uh the disappointing Miami Hurricanes, all right? We're gonna <laughs> reveal uh who are the real top five teams in college football. We're halfway through the season, and uh, we're gonna get into the big week seven coming up. A lot of rivalry games uh this week in college football. Of course, we're gonna cover week five of the NFL. We're gonna talk Jazz, Cowboys. Uh, we're going to talk about, is something wrong with Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs offense? We're going to discuss that uh, a little bit as well. Also, WWE, AEW, the fallout from Hell in a Cell, the big premiere smackdown on Fox, high school football, and a couple of more things before we get up out of here. But as always, as always, as always, man, we are going to get into the sound of the week, man. So uh, this past week uh, was the world premiere Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. And we had a nice, funny segment to kick off that show. Uh, we had uh, Becky Lynch, the man, in the ring. We had King Corbin in the ring. And we had a special guest uh, come back and grace his parent presence with those mic skills. So take a listen, man. Excuse me, Beck. Can I take this for a second? I take this one. Thank By you so me. much. Just because you won King of the Ring, it doesn't actually make you a king. And it certainly sure as hell doesn't make you want to walk around here dressing like a 35-year-old virgin hanging out at Comic-Con. No, 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 no. So you got to get it in your head. See, Becky Lynch is the man. However, you don't see Becky Lynch walking around here holding a pair of testicles, do you? But if I did, they'd be a whole lot bigger than yours. (laughs) Just a King Corbin. My testicles are perfectly adequate. It's almost working and I'm good. The king, like... So I'll dress however I want. I'll do whatever I want because I'm superior to you. I am superior Vince to you. I am superior to all of you. And the way I see it Corbin is like this city yeah. only has one king. Yeah, like and it sure as hell yeah, just... is not LeBron James. I like that he gave me a spot. Is that what you think? Yeah, that's exactly It doesn't matter what you think! <laughs> You're legit. You want money in the bank, you want king of the ring, you retire current.
Angle, look, you're a badass. Are you, are you trying to say he's a, he's a super tough dude? Because you're a super tough dude. In three seconds, these people are going to be chanting something that they think every time they see you. S-T-D. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, we had some technical, some technical difficulties with the sound. We apologize for that. But that was pretty much the Rock and Bacon Lynch roughing up King Corbin on SmackDown. We will post the, uh, the video on our page if you would like to go back and see it in its uh, entirety. So, again, technical difficulties. But we're going to move right along here at the Sports Desk, Episode 27. Um, before we get into the, the goodness of it all, we're going to give an update of the Reduce Lunch Fantasy League. Um, it's getting a little bit spicy in our league. We had guys like uh, 36 ounces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man's uh, Freddie Bricks. Uh, you know, come out strong to start the season. Uh, we also had other guys like Rolling with the Winners. Uh, my man's Black came out the season strong. Just want to share a little story with you guys. Me and Black watched the uh, Spence Porter fight uh, together a couple weeks ago, and he was just kind of – Talking out of his neck about the sports fantasy league. You know what? Everybody's just doing this and just doing that. But it looks like my man got a couple back-to-back L's, and he's coming back to the lineup. But you know who doesn't have back-to-back L's? Your mans. Over your D's. Hold on, bro. Over your D's. Nick Chubb, who out of nowhere has a thousand fucking yards. Next week, I go against Will Fuller. Yeah, call it out. Out of nowhere has eight touchdowns. You ain't had back to back wins, but you sit in the 16th spot, bro. That's for now to the week over week. To the week. The standings ain't renewed to happen tonight. So you ain't going to be in that top five or that top 10. It don't matter. I just got to make the playoffs. I don't care nothing about that. I just trying to make the playoffs. I'm trying to throw shots, bro. So, uh. Give Top, a, my boy. Let's give an update of what's going on. You have the OVO D's taking down 36 ounces. Right now, I have 85 points 85 to OVO for 36 ounces, 78. But points. my quarterback hasn't played with Black running his mouth. My quarterback <laughs> hasn't played. Or my kicker hasn't played. Sure to get 100 points. Uh, we got Trees and Pitskins. Uh, close battle with my man, Lil Eddie, 70 to 75. Rolling with the Leonard's getting smashed out by my boy Charles. The team has no name, 114 to 76. The Mile High Club. Putting it on my brother, man. I don't know what's going on with my brother team. Brandon's bold team taking a shellacking, 60 to 41. Sherwood Seminoles putting it on Big Bolly brand. Alex, you got to tighten up. 127 to 89. Jamal's nifty team. Jamal's nifty team is undefeated. Number yeah, one team man. in this league. He is cruising in this league. 153 to 75 over two girlies in one cup. Tighten up two girlies in one cup. The token Asian uh, getting beat down right now by my boy uh, Jadell, 99 to 82. We got free to charge. Putting on my pops, 157, 116. Who's free to charge, man? I'm not really sure. Uh, Dak Street Boys, 104 over Finesse and Finagle, 71. So, uh, after tonight, Monday Night Football, you know, the Rangers will be uh, shaped around. So, all the blacks' rhetoric will be for not because I'm pretty sure your boy move up. So, that's an update of the Reduced Lunch (laughs) Fantasy League. Uh, Everybody participate. It's a real fun league, man. So, uh, that's the update there. All right. So let's get into the tweet of the week. All right. So this is going to lead right into our first topic. Over the weekend, there was a a football game that took place in the college ranks. Uh, you had the Gators and the, the Tigers of Auburn. 
uh, in a top 10 matchup down in Gainesville. And I'm going to say, man, Saturday mornings on Twitter is on my favorite. You got the Gators fans, they just tweeting out of their mind. They hate Kirk Street. They hate everybody. Got ESPN is always picking against the Gators. All of the analysts are saying the Gators are not a top 10 team. So we have one analyst in particular, uh, my man at George Weister III. Florida, Florida is still not a top 10 team. This is after Florida's win. Florida is still not a top before, 10 team. I don't actually. Oh, actually, I don't. Okay, I, thought, I don't have it. I don't have it. I know. Uh, I, I don't even. I just came across it. Okay. So Florida is still not so a top 10 team. George Reister the third. George Reister the third says Florida is still not a top 10 team after the win. Great defense, but turnover prone, penalty ridden. Bad offensive line against teams that are not in the top 10. Great win for UF, though. I was dead wrong thinking Bo Nix was good enough, even as a freshman, to go into the swamp to get a uh, win. Then this man was under attack. James Damon, this man is salty. Hate to see it. Uh, Octavius Johnson, bruh, get off Twitter. Freddie Bricks, just a few uh, tweets earlier. Listen, dog. UF the only team with six hated rivalries. He's stretching it there, folks. Most teams go through this once a year, and teams really hate us. And then on and on, Cedric Farr, Gator, Gator, Gator. It was just disgusting to see the Gator faithful come together and just attack this individual, George Reister third. So we're going to get into it, man. Yeah. That was our tweet yeah. of the week. Shout out to George. <laughs> so uh, just to open it up, uh, we had the Florida Gators, who were at the time ranked 10th, taking care of the then uh, seventh-ranked uh, <laughs> Auburn Tigers in the swamp in an eventful atmosphere. Uh, final score of that game uh, was the Gators. Uh, I forgot so fast. Uh, final score of that game. 24-13, I believe. Was it 24-13? Yeah, 24-13. Okay, yeah, 24-13. So I'm going to clear the way here and uh, open it up for my man's uh, – Fred to kind of mm-hmm. open us up here because you've been dealing with it all season, Fred. I mean, a lot yeah. of people still don't believe in the Gators. Yeah, uh, the great. And, uh, and uh, where you what, at, Fred? That's what people don't realize. Like, we we, we we knew what was going on in 2006 when nobody else uh, fucking knew what was going on. You had Urban Meyer come in. You had veteran, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the fucking game, Chris Leak, come in. We knew what we had down there. We was the only one saying, yo, we win a national championship this year. Like, it's no way we not win a national championship. Then guess what? We I think we lose, like, one game that year. We get all the way to the end, and they trying to decide if they want to see Ohio State versus, uh, what was that, Michigan? The rematch? Uh, oh, yeah, Ohio yeah, yeah, yeah. State versus Michigan, the yeah, rematch, yeah. instead of putting Florida in there. That was a real thing. You understand? So this, is, this is a tradition with Florida when we like be hated on. It's a fucking tradition. Okay. It's a fucking tradition. Just like George Reister third, <laughs> and everybody else that was on Twitter before the game. You found I mean, the tweet. You found I mean, the tweet. I, I ain't seen the tweet. He been talking shit all week. That's the thing about it. Then the night before, he's like, y'all ready for tomorrow, Gator fans? Like, everybody got so much to fucking say. <laughs> But nigga, like five minutes into the fucking game, I ain't hear nobody else. I say, where the fuck did everybody go? Cause the boy come and hit them niggas in their fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Niggas thought niggas was gonna come to the swamp. The, let's. I don't give a fuck. Okay, let me let me tell. Let me rewind. Let me rewind. Rewind. Now I will admit, the last couple of years through the Jim McElwain era, uh-uh. through the um, 
What's my guy's name? I, who gives Ron Zook. Mus, yeah, Mus, Muschamp. Not Ron Zook. Oh, sorry. Uh, Will, Will Muschamp. That long of a, it's still the swamp. But it's, it's like it? being the swamp with nothing to believe in. You're just going to watch the game. Come so on, you, guys. You don't treat on Harris. You don't believe in money, huh? Yeah, Treon Harris is a quarterback. <laughs> like, who? Um, Jack Del Rio's kid is a quarterback. So you really don't know. You know, you Jeff just kind of. Jeff Driscoll wasn't bad. Uh, he, yeah, he was okay. Jeff Driscoll was yeah. okay, but it wasn't nothing. Was it the swamp when Driscoll was there? He, he not better than Trey. No, it wasn't. The, no, it was, I'm telling you, no. Oh, oh okay. No, we wasn't not. Because you know us Florida fans, we'll run around yellow. We're going to win in that shit. We went a long time without, like, you know what? This ain't. We just kind of building up. We just kind of seeing. Even me, I didn't even give Dan Mullen a chance his first year because I said I'm tired of this shit. You got to show me. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not champion. No coach, nigga. You need to show me, my nigga. Uh-huh. Man, he came in that since he came in sixteen and fucking three since he entered the door to go listen. Compton Nash program. Now the swamp is fucking back. Everybody uh-huh. who's a Gator knew it yesterday except everybody who wasn't a fucking Gator, uh-huh. and it felt great. Uh-huh. It felt great. I don't know if niggas thought I was playing on the first show when niggas. Like, so what you think? I remember uh, D. What you think the Gators record gonna be? Nigga, I'm like, oh, it's a, by the time we got sixty games, you got us losing like two of them motherfuckers. I'm like, not what? true. What's going on? Not true. Oh y'all gonna think y'all gonna be Arby? Don't lie on me, dog. It should have yeah. been a blow. And this is why I would give Jordan Rice the credit. It should have been a blowout. It should have been an ass beating. Okay. But our quarterback got hurt. But let me tell you what's special about the Gators. It don't fucking matter because the nigga on the bench, Emory Jones, gonna come in and tell your ass up. What this did he team do? is what did he for, do for you to say that? Set up, he came in, he had two deep passes right away. And then after that, what did y'all get no, off of it though? Dan Mullen played it safe. And I and I understand Dan Mullen playing it safe at that point. Y'all go get some laughs. You know what I'm saying? We already up. Uh, uh, we already up at that point. So it's like look, we 17, 14, I believe. So don't press the issue. No. Like don't get out there, Emory. You ain't threw the ball all season. Just keep it on right, for just, you. Right. Just you don't lose saying? it for you. Just don't lose it. You okay. know. So it was gotcha. that kind of play calling going on, and I get it because I don't know how much he practiced with that first team. Like so, I don't know. I peeped it though. I peeped. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It because, slowed all the way because down because it. You seen you seen in the game uh, when Emory Jones came in. Mm-hmm. I think they got to a third down and maybe it was about maybe like three. It, but yeah, it was like, in y'all territory instead yeah. of Dan Mullen going for it. He was like, nah, yeah, let me go in and get these three points exactly. out of that. But exactly. if you had Trask in there, you already knew. Oh, you gunning for oh, it. Oh, you gunning yeah, yeah, for it. You gunning for it. And then so, you see what happened once Trask got back in the game. Okay. You know, okay. and then now I, I hear everybody saying Bo Nix. First of all, Bo Nix, I, I don't care what you seen on that field. I said I'm a Florida Gator. No, I was, I'm not going to say I was scared of Bo Nix, but I'm watching him play. And he's not a sorry quarterback. A sorry quarterback okay. is something we know we can control yeah. all game. I know this kid at any given time he can make a play. He a freshman. Mm-hmm. Like oh, okay. he, they they only down a score. Yeah. He just need to make one play. And he, he couldn't make play. it. He, he made, yeah, he he made, made some plays in that he game. He a freshman. He, he in freshman. the swamp. Yeah. I don't, that, that don't mean that, nothing. That means that means a lot. What does swamp mean? That means that means, mean? that means, means a lot. This is the, the first swamp. meaningful you, game in the swamp since 2012. Listen to me. Listen to me. Since 2012. In all our years of watching football. In all our years of watching football. As much as me and you hate Florida, Fred is a Florida fan. When have you ever known a team to go in the swamp and just hand Florida their ass that was ranked in the top ten? Yep. Not one. When the, it, not it, one. It's, it's been, not and, one. And I got and that's I, not, true. not one. And the not last true. the last team that came in there that was ranked in the top ten that they played in Ole Miss, they beat their ass. They beat their ass. Overall, what you mean? I mean, on the SEC. I'm talking. I'm talking about in Conform, general. Conforto State went there. You forget we went in and ranked number one. I'm talking about and handed that, and they wasn't ranked, and they wasn't ranked, and they wasn't ranked. I'm talking about them being ranked. No, listen, the important thing about this swamp conversation is like having a contender, like being playing in that place. 
If somebody's coming a, in, playing against a Florida Gator when team, they oh, the when a contender, yeah, when Florida is a contender, is, not, that's what I'm saying. Not going okay. in you're not like going you, in there. We have a fact check that. Have a fact check. You have a fact check that. No, look, Ole Miss was the last team that came. They came <laughs> off a of beating. They came off a of beating Alabama, number one. Yep. Gotcha. Then they yep. went into Florida the next week, I gotcha. being number yeah. one, and got smashed. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's more yeah. than that. But let's yeah, go. That, 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 and that's all I'm saying. It's just it's an atmosphere because you got the way they got that stadium set up. The fans are like right down the fucking. It's not a classy stadium. Fine, I've been I, there. I, I, it, Lord, damn, it's, it's a lot of classy. Even first y'all got it like a classy ass stadium. That's humongous. When you walk in there, it's built like a swamp. The stands are like. Leaning to the side. All right, let's get into the game. Let's, let's get into the game. Let's get into the aesthetics of the game. All that here. about the swamp. Go ahead, Black. I'm gonna say this about let's it. Let's get into man. the game. <laughs> I was that. I was impressed, man. Being a being a sportsologist, a sportsologist, and being part of one of the best sports podcasts. You can sit back talk and really talk, enjoy <laughs> college football. Talk that and talk, Black. I feel like being being in a position that we are, we can't be biased about football. No. You can't be biased at all. No, I'm so, real. I was I saw exactly what I thought I was gonna see uh-huh. out of that game. Florida uh-huh. defense be dominant like they always are. Great defense. At home. Always. Great defense. Offense, little little offense a little shaky. A lot shaky. Run game. <laughs> outside of that 80 yard by P Ryan. P Ryan. Nothing. Nothing doing. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I pick uh, going into the game, I pick I pick Florida to win the game anyway, mm-hmm. cause it's hard for me to believe any freshman quarterback, unless you, Jameis Winston, can go into the swamp and win a football game. 10-4. That's respect. So, I don't think they'll never be able to, a freshman quarterback, know how big the hype is, they'll never be able to go in the swamp and win. Okay, cool. But uh, it was a highly intense, highly entertaining football game. Yeah, man. Uh, but okay. Florida, Florida flexed their muscle, man. I like how niggas reacted after. They said, wait, 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 wait. They said, I just want to get into the listen, game. They said before. They said the before. The, they said before the game, and I was and I was happy they said this. They was like it was Florida defensive line versus Auburn's defensive line. That's two and they, ACC. Yeah, and, yeah, they, yeah. and they and they both showed out. Both of them did. They both Neither one disappointed. Out. They both showed out. But when it came down to crunch time, it was Florida defensive line who made the plays to win the game. Yes, Auburn sir. was on. Their defense was on the field too much because they couldn't do nothing offensively. That devil you go, you got a, a true freshman quarterback mm. who can't make no plays against a, a all-world defense. Basically, in my eyes, the number one defense in the country. Uh-huh. I don't, I, if you yes, know another sir. one, please tell me, because I don't see no defense that's better than Florida's right now. Yes, After sir. seeing what I seen oh. against Auburn. Oh. Yes, sir. But, uh, oh. game, game was good. I can't even lie. Okay. Uh, I had them, when we did picks, I had them undefeated at this point. My first loss was at LSU, uh-huh. and I still think that's going to go that way. Okay, cool. All right, so let's get into the game. You know what I'm saying? We let Fred spit out his rhetoric and all that about the swamp. <laughs> so I'm watching the game, and it was a very entertaining game, very highly touted entertaining game. Two great defenses on display for sure. Neither offense was a threat to anybody, to be honest with you. Auburn's offense or Florida's, for that matter. Like you said, like you take away P. Ryan's 84-yarder, what did Florida do offensively? Now, I give it to the kid. Was it Hammond? Was mm-hmm. it Fred? What's the, no, what's uh, the receiver? Swain. 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 I, I give it to Swain. 800 yeah. yards. No, no, I'm not taking nothing away from him. He balled out. <laughs> what he had? What he had? Like 11 for a uh, buck? Yeah. Buck 60, what, something what, like that. And I think he had two tubs, I think. Something nah, like. he ain't score at all. He didn't score. Well, who was the guy who scored the first play of the game? That was Fred Hammond that scored. Hammond scored. Okay, so. 
I, I give Florida that. Oh, no, it was him. I'm sorry. Yeah. He had a so, touchdown. So, so yeah, I give yeah. you that. All right, so here we go. Dog, in the first half, Auburn defense was maiming Florida. They tur- got them to turn the ball over three times in they the did. first half. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix was on Florida's 35, 38, and 49 and got nothing. Kudos to what? Defense, he, right? Wait a minute. I know he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. I completely understand that. But if you can get nine points, three field goals, Auburn probably wins that game. The way Florida offense was playing. They got goose egg out of every turnover. Every single turnover. He oh, is throwing wild, he's throwing wild passes into windows that didn't exist. You're throwing over there to Henderson and, and the other DB. It's two DBs over there. Well, one mm-hmm. Auburn receiver. You threw it underneath and got it picked. Because those plays work against other defenses. That's why he no, threw it over there. No, that wasn't a smart play. <laughs> I can see if it was mano mano Henderson and the Auburn receiver, and Henderson just made a play on the ball. I ain't seen no Florida DBs just making a play on the ball one-on-one. Mm-hmm. This kid was throwing erratic. Mm-hmm. He was all over the place throwing yeah. the football. He's a freshman. Look, bro, I'm just saying how the game yeah, went. Okay. I ain't taking nothing from the Florida defense because nah, I agree. It wasn't Florida's even a lot of that. Man, nah. look, Florida's go a to top defense. Right go look at it. Yeah, let me Bo Nix is horrendous passing the football. He, he had nothing positive passing the football the entire but this, game. Well, but this, well, well, but well, this well, is the thing. This is the thing. When you're down there, not only was he horrendous, Throwing the ball, even when he tried to tuck it and run, he still yeah. wasn't doing nothing then. One point eight yard <laughs> carry, ten carries for eighteen yards. But this is my thing. When, whenever this court, whenever we make this um, quarter, because I think LSU has the best quarterback um, in the conference. In the con- I, I, well, outside I don't of know about that. Outside Over of your boy. No, oh, uh, um, I Herbert? would say in the country outside of uh, your boy from Herbert? Clemson. Oh, uh, so you um, put him over two? I, 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 I like him. I think that kid over two. Over two, Fred? Oh, I just don't. I, for some reason, man, Tua, Tua not giving me that Kyler Murray vibe. Like when, when I first seen Kyler, Murray, I was like, oh, it, his size don't matter. But when I look at Tua, I don't know. I don't know, man. I may be wrong. It just don't look the same to me. Okay. You know what I'm so, you, you, and I may, I may be totally wrong about that. Okay. I may be totally wrong. All but right. I really ain't watched Tua this year. I'll be honest. You I know y'all playing him next, right? Uh, uh yeah, the world. Yeah. But when we play him and he has numbers uh like 11 for 27 145 one touchdown you think he gonna have numbers like that i don't think he gonna have numbers like that but i don't want to hear people saying that this is a bad quarterback when bo nix whoever who they play next um i'm not even sure who they play next he's gonna have a great game next and then people are gonna be right back in that trench oh okay this kid is pretty good like, why do we lose the train? Bro, Look, not, he was erratic. He was doing everything. Why do you bro, think so? You act like I never said. I, was I never own. said. I never no said Bo Nix was sorry. I never said Bo Nix was sorry. But in you, that setting, in that game, he did not perform. That's all I'm saying. He was a but quarterback. But why couldn't he perform? Before, though, why couldn't he perform? I did not see at all no reason why he couldn't complete half of his passes. <laughs> Gus Malzahn rolled this boy out most of the game. There was not a Florida defender in his face on any rollout. <laughs> he was able to roll out, set his feet, and what did he do? He threw it erratically. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not taking nothing away from the Florida defense. Yeah, they, they, they did what they were supposed to do due to a quarterback playing bad. I ain't taking away nothing from Florida's win. They won that football game. But I'm just saying, if they come across, which they about to in five days, 
when they step on that field in Baton Rouge against a legit nice legit offense. Okay. I'll I give Florida all the credit they deserve. Hell, they might need to be the number one team in the nation if they go into LSU and they make that boy might. Burrow look trash. If they make Burrow look like Knicks, you'll never hear a word from me the rest of the year. That's what on my mama. You'll never hear a word from me say anything about the Florida Gators except who they got next the rest of the year. Because Burrow ain't Bo Nix. So all these Gator fans who chit-chatting on Twitter, thinking they finna go in the Baton Rouge and look this boy in the eye and make him look like a freshman? Are y'all crazy? It's a junior. What the most efficient, prolific offense in college right now? So all I'm, I'm saying, saying all this, it's true. Happen, I, I, I like to go on what we see. I can't. Let me timestamp. I like to go on what we see. Timestamp it. I'm just going off what we see. Yeah. Let me timestamp. So again, because you were saying all this about Bo Nix, but I know I didn't. You can't find but one not. sentence that came out my mouth <laughs> saying about Bo Nix. Don't do me like that, Fred. All I'm saying is. No cheap shots at Florida. The defense played well. Very good defense. Good defensive line. They got a pretty good secondary. So, so no, no, I'm not taking nothing away from. Them. They won the football game. So looking at looking at this this basically this uh this primetime affair on next Saturday night in yes, Baton sir. Rouge. Um, prime how do y'all guys feel, how do y'all guys feel about that point spread of 13 points? That's what I want to know. How y'all feel about that? Um, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Uh, I don't like when Florida is giving the – we have a history of that. Like, Florida fans know what I'm talking about. Like, when they <laughs> overdo us for some reason, like, not saying we can't live up to the hype, uh-huh. but it's it's like it's hard to live up to the hype. It's fake hype. Like, people sometimes will try to hype up a game uh-huh. and be like, oh, Florida's good. We really not that good. Mm-hmm. You know. But this year, <laughs> like, I really believe in this team. So, like, I'm – and they still got us ranked – what's this, number seven? Yeah, y'all okay, just took L- y'all, y'all took Harvest spot. Harvest spot. Okay, got us ranked number seven. But okay. if y'all beat LSU, in my eyes, being honest with it, y'all top three, top three team in the country, bro. Yeah. I, I just feel I mean, yeah, that's back to back wins. I just feel, 10. I just feel that that's way. Back to back wins. I feel that 10. way, bro. Because if you beat like like you just said, if you beat two teams ranked in the top mm. ten back to back, you something got to be said about I that, agree. bro. Something got to be said about that. We feel good about it because of Dan Mullen. Like it's coaching is so important man like on NFL level and coaching I don't care what niggas is saying like I, I don't know how more of important it is in basketball per se mm-hmm. but in football coaching is everything it is. man it is. you could take the, man they had a coach down there in Hawaii he was making he had niggas like Coke Brennan them niggas was going undefeated cause he knew plays like yeah. he had a, uh, when what you call it was at Boise State with Kellum. What them niggas going forty eight and zero. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just because of the coaching, just because it's so vital. But you want to know something though. This how this is what I want to say. Speaking on y'all game against LSU, the mm. thing, the one thing that I Damn feel well. like is gonna be an issue mm. with y'all against LSU. We don't know how trash gonna really how how he gonna respond to that MCL. So mm. is is y'all offense gonna be able to be efficient? And keep y'all defense off the field against the most potent offense in the country. Is sure. y'all defense gonna be able to hold up? Is y'all offense gonna make enough make enough plays on the offensive mm-hmm. side to keep give your defense a blow? Because you know LSU gon' they gonna score points and, at a high they gonna try to yeah, score points at a and, high rate and easily. Keep, and keep it in mind too, trash going into an environment <laughs> that is ungodly. See yeah, see this is his, this gonna be yeah. his third start. His third start. He going to Baton Rouge at night. 
yeah. he a junior. He he, done, he been to Baton Rouge before. He, he never played. Yeah, he but he been there. You so, had, you, but he not a freshman. <laughs> like, yeah, look, you just act like he's like, oh so wide. He been to so, Baton so, Rouge before. He no, never been behind saying, center and said hunt. He been he been to Baton oh, Rouge. So you don't. So you you not concerned about that that MCL that that MCL injury? Well, I'm not concerned about it because I think we're gonna see a lot of Emory. In this game, why? Because I believe in Dan Mullen. Like I just think. I just think Dan Mullen is watching this shit, and he knows what his only chances of be uh, beating LSU will. Nobody has tape on Emory Jones. Like Emory, em, we all know Emory is better than at least us fans. We know that Emory is better than Trash, but Trash just he his he a junior. He's just you know been what I'm saying? Got, yeah, not yeah. even that. Like he had he has a down <laughs> pack. Like. Like you, but like uh, example with Florida State. What's the coach's son who will come in and trick it? Trick it. Like trick yeah. it. You know maybe you know um, he had it down pat. Right. You know maybe a Xavier. Who, I don't know who, whatever black. It was been black quarterbacks that's played that that got yeah. way better attributes than him. But for some reason he can get out there and get the job. He understand the game. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And that's more what Tressen. But, but my hopes is is Dan Mullen is drawing up a lot of plays for Emory Jones. Not just so you, no running so yo, so you think you need to see a little more Emory Jones than Trask in the LSU game? I, I think I think it need to be a mixture because like we going it's gonna be we you can't win the whole game with Trask playing. That's what you're saying. If he hurt like that, not if he because he said he was able to finish that game because the adrenaline. He was, he you know was. what I'm saying. But if it's if he coming in here hurt like that. They're going to have to limit how much they have him on the field, especially they definitely not going to have him throwing 40 times. Yeah. You know what Because he basically was a sitting duck after the Yeah. And after you got to spread them out. Game. Like, Emory is the type. Like, he can run and throw. Like, he's not just – he's not Treon Harris the way – like, he's very fast, but he liked to throw. Yeah. You seen him – he had opportunities to throw um, the run when he, in, in a couple of those games. Yeah, he, he did. He didn't take it. He's trying mm. to make the pass. So, I think we – I think he need to get him practice this week, get with he those may not starters. not practice this week. Who – they already said that. I've seen that on Twitter. You no, know I'm saying Emory Jones. Oh, Emory Jones. I, oh, I yeah, yeah. They say he's going to be taking a lot of the first a team A lot reps. of the first yeah. team snaps just to get in there. And and we'll see because they ain't got no tape on him. That's the thing about football, period. When you ain't got tape on somebody, that, that's that's a dangerous thing. <laughs> yeah, all that. So, yeah. you know, Emory <laughs> yeah. you know, Jones, this Emory Jones, that I guess we'll see. I think the bottom um, line of this whole conf- – because it's going to be a confrontation in Baton Rouge between these two teams. Of course, it's going to come down to the defenses. Florida had the best. This is in the West, so. Yeah, y'all still alive in the East. Y'all lose. Yeah, yeah. I I I think, and and, and to give Florida a little bit of love here, even if Florida loses this game, let's say he loses this game by three points. Let's say it's a knockdown drag out fight. They lose this game. Florida's still not out of the race to make the playoffs. Yeah, they still in the they top still 10 alive. They still alive because they got they another opportunity in a couple of weeks. Yeah. you know, against the Bulldogs and then a potential SEC matchup yeah, against LSU or Alabama. Or Alabama from or again, again. So I think all in all, Georgia if you if you're a fraud, if you're niggas f- who like Georgia, I don't want to say that right <laughs> quick. Like them niggas is fraud. Georgia's a fraud. <laughs> From is a fraud. Okay, from is right, the we'll worst quarterback in, out of that trio we'll get in that in they let go. You're right. And I've been we'll saying be that. I, I said that at the beginning that, of the season. Fraud. I said that at the beginning of the season. Well, you can't. You can't. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to wrap this up. Let me wrap this up, and then we'll go here because I don't want to skip around. So, again, when these two teams play Florida and LSU, I think both teams will be in great position. Texas already got a big win. They took, I mean, LSU got a big win. They took care of Texas when Texas was a top 10 team. Florida got a big win versus the seventh-ranked Tigers. I think the loser of this game is still in great position. You want to win this game, of course, to make your, you know, make it undeniable that you deserve to be in the college football playoff. But mm-hmm. I think this would be a great display once again for the SEC. But I'm going to go with the Tigers in this game. <laughs> I'm going to go LSU 28, Florida 17. I got, uh, I got the Tigers winning. I got it, uh, 
I got it. I got it. Thirty-one to twenty-four by touchdown. What you got? Um, I like it. Like you know, twenty-one. You know, twenty-one seventeen-ish. Like it won't. I don't think it's gonna be high scoring like that. I don't think we're gonna completely shut Burrow down. But I think as far as getting tubs, you know, it's a difference for a quarterback to play great. But you know, once you get in that you know, our territory, get to that fifty yard line, the throws get shorter. All right. You understand? Like you, okay, as cool. we seen from Bo Nix, like you pointed out earlier. Yeah, facts. It's hard to get in field goal range. Facts. I say Davis. that. Yeah, so, you props on that. Don't run me out of town, Jack. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and transition to who uh, the top ten teams in college football. Preferably the top five. I'm going to run down the new AP poll. You got the Crimson Tide at one. Clemson Tigers at two. Bulldogs of Georgia at three. The Buckeyes also at three. Georgia and Ohio State are tied for third this week, which is nuts to me. You got the fifth-ranked LSU Tigers, who I think is better than Georgia. You got the sixth-ranked Oklahoma Sooners. You got the seventh-ranked Florida Gators, eighth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers, ninth-ranked Irish of Notre Dame. And in a dispute for me, you got Penn State ranked number 10 to wrap out the top 10. So – who are the top five teams in college football? Not the top ten. Who are the top five teams halfway through the point of this season? And I'm going to kick it off here. Go ahead and uh, lead off what Fred and uh, Black was saying. There is a question. Is the Are the Georgia Bulldogs really the number three team in the country as what we have seen so far? Granted, granted a top ten win over the Irish uh, just a few weeks back. So let's continue the conversation uh, with the top five teams and specifically the Bulldogs. Shout out my boy Ty. I don't believe in the Bulldogs. I don't, but I believe they're a top seven, top eight. I believe they belong at eight, mm. uh, to be honest. If I'm looking at quarterbacks, I'm going two of each ranked number. And I'm not saying he's ranked the quarter, but I'm just going to go by the quarterback of these teams or where they rank. Yo. You got two at one, first top pick. You got um, Lawrence. Lawrence, top pick. The kid from Ohio State, Fields, um, Fields looking like he's going to be a pretty top pick. Burrow. Then you got Georgia. Um, oh, sorry, from. You from. got from. Well, yeah, let's go to LSU 5. Yeah. Burrow looking like, to me, the best quarterback of college. Oklahoma. The Heisman Trophy winner. The Heisman, the Heisman Trophy, Trophy winner. <laughs> uh, Florida. You know, it's, that's. But we're, anyway, let's start right there. You know what I'm saying? You got Wisconsin, Notre Dame at the right, end. Right, 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 right. Um, I don't think I, I don't think Georgia should be ranked number three. I think they overdoing that Notre Dame win because they overrank Notre Dame every year for some reason. Well, I know why because they got that big TV audience and NBC and no, they, they played Georgia good. Now. They, it was a they tough did, game. They did, but I don't believe they either one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of them games. Like I watched LSU in Texas, and I believe both. I believed when I was watching that shit. Yeah, both of those Texas, are legit. Yeah, teams. like with Texas lost, I thought, oh, I believe that shit. They legit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. Okay. I don't believe and, and and not to go back to the first thing, but one throw I did love Bobo Nix is when we did turn the ball over. That nigga threw a touchdown right out the gate. You know what I'm saying? People forget it. Like that was a big time throw, and that's the shit I was scared of that whole game. So I do even like him as a Bo Nix as a quarterback over from. From is Alex Smith. From is a game manager. And for I don't know where we got it from that he's just out here Peyton Manning it out here. The Alabama games. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, the That's Alabama where it came game. from. Okay, the Alabama real. games. You know, it's a lot of niggas. Yeah. Watson. It's a lot of niggas that went out whoa, for Alabama. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you, you dare know, speak just, in vain I'm just saying, Watson I'm saying, like, and from. It's, 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 Let's it's, not do I, that, sir. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if you a quarterback can go off on Notre Dame. Uh, not Notre Dame, but Alabama. Alabama. Um, hmm. But I don't know. Georgia, I just don't, I don't respect them right there at the three or four spot. So who are your top five teams? Give me your top five teams all together right now, halfway through the season. Um, I think, you know, just to be – I'm going to have to go Alabama. You don't have to be in order. You don't have to be in order. 
All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Alabama. Yeah, Clemson. I real still really think Clemson the best team in college, but we just going by what's happening yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, Clemson, I'm not going to put – Ohio State don't have no impressive wins to me. So they not top five to you? Who do they beat? They beat Michigan well, State now. But how they look? They look good. You but know like, what Michigan State defense ranked at? Behind y'all's. Top five. Top five defense in the okay, nation. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, if I give them top five, I'm not going to give them number three. I'll put them That's like fine, at just, five. I, that, That's so fine. I, I can respect that. Alabama, Clemson, um, I'm putting LSU. LSU. I'm putting LSU at number three. And – um. And fuck that. I'm putting Florida at number four. So you're going to leave out the Sooners? My bad. The Sooners. I'll put the Sooners there. I'll I, 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 I put Florida at six. Okay. Yeah. Some objectivity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. But I'm not. Georgia, come on, man. Like, I think right. they should be ranked seventh where we at, and we should be where they at. Third. We, we, we play. <laughs> yeah, y'all we do play, in a couple weeks. So, shit, I ain't even worried about I, it. All right, Black, where you at, man? Who you got, who you got so far? Who are well, your I top got, five uh, teams? Well, this is how I feel about it. Uh, until you beat the man, they got to be number one. <laughs> so I feel like Clemson should be number one still. Yeah. I got Bama two. Um, I got I got LSU at number three. I got LSU at number three, and I got uh, I got Ohio State at number four. I feel like Ohio State, seeing how they handled, they went through some adversity with Michigan State defense in the beginning of the game. They did. But then they flexed their muscle and showed you know quickly. We're better than quickly. you know what they did that it is. Quickly. Yeah. So for them to, I feel like if you can do a, a top five defense like that, uh, yeah. that means you're ready to roll. Like it's not going to be too many more good defenses they see in the Big Ten. For sure, you know. So I think so Ohio I got, State out of my top five. I mean Oklahoma out of my top five. I just who have they played? Yeah. Who Oklahoma? That's the team I meant. I, I didn't really. Mean, I didn't mean Ohio State. I meant Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. So that's my bad. I just wanted to clear that up. They not in my top five. So right. I got I said Ohio State four, right? Uh yeah. I got yeah, them at yeah. I got them at four. And then I got uh I got Florida at number five, man. I got Florida at number five. Over OU. Oklahoma over OU. We'll see this weekend when they play Texas. They really haven't played nobody. Worth first big game of the year. First big game of the year. For sure. Florida has proven they can be the top ten team. Top ten team. Yep. So I got Florida at number five over Oklahoma. Okay. Oh. All right, for me, uh, I think it's a, it's, I think it's, it's it's a lot of good teams here that you can pan out for your top five. But I'm gonna go with y'all until you beat the man. <laughs> how can he not be number one? So Clemson is coming in at one. I got Alabama at two. Um, I also have LSU at three, but I got Oklahoma at four. Um, I think Jalen Hurts, for us to finally see his true potential. And what he can really do running and throwing, which we didn't get to see the total combination when he was at Bama. He was kind of limited with the play calling that they uh, gave him. I, I, I think this guy looks all world, man. I think he's poised, honestly, to run away with the Heisman this year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think sooner or later, Tua is going to face a little bit more adversity than him. Mm-hmm. Than him, due to the defenses Tua is going to likely face going into the end of the year. Versus Jalen Hurts because don't get me wrong, Texas is a good team, but that game this Saturday is going to be 45 43 yeah. a winner. You know what I'm saying? Like who's just going to get it done? So I'm a, I got Oklahoma at four, and then I'm gonna put Florida at five. I'm gonna put them in front of Ohio State. When you can, <laughs> when you can deal with an atmosphere like that that I saw Saturday, the energy was coming through the TV screen in Gainesville. Yeah, that was a heavyweight championship atmosphere from the college game day to social media to wherever you was watching that game it was intense 
And for those players and that coaching staff in Florida to keep it together and get that win against an impressive Barber team so far in this season, I got to trump that over Ohio State playing Indiana. Even though Michigan State has a solid defense, that offense, um, they kind of proved that defense wasn't as good as advertised because Michigan State does have a loss to the fighting Herm Edwards yeah, of exactly. Arizona State. Yeah. Who, you know, so that's why I'm going to trump. By the way. For sure. Okay. But – I'm going to put Ohio State at six, but Florida is definitely at five. So, so again, Clemson one, Alabama two, LSU three, Oklahoma four, Florida five, Ohio State six for me. So let me ask you this. Yeah. About uh, your Ohio State and Oklahoma. Sure. You feel like you've seen more out of Oklahoma than you've seen out of Ohio State in the, in, in, in the, in the last, what, what, four or five games they played? The only thing that separates those two teams are the quarterbacks. Justin Fields is having a hell of a year. Yeah. But <laughs> Jalen Hurts on the ground and through the air, we haven't even seen him have a weakness this year. So if I can't yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if I can't beat you through the air, they have problems versus that Kansas defense this Saturday. We're not gonna see many weaknesses in the Big Twelve, right? There's a couple of games that they will have to deal with just like Ohio State. I honestly think the conferences are kind of comparable, if you kinda ask me. Yeah. If you get down to the quarterback who 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 I think is better right now by by Smidge. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts because on the ground or through the air, this guy hasn't shown the ability to suck at either one. Hurts either. I mean, uh, <laughs> but I don't really see uh, Fields Jay, either. I don't see Fields <laughs> run like that. And maybe because he don't have to, you know, because they're letting it ride out there. Yeah. So I'm just using my eye test of what I've seen. Gotcha. And it's close. It's close. But what Jalen Hurts is doing on the ground and in the air, I, that's why I got them uh, over Ohio State. Okay, cool. All right. All right, man, uh, let's keep it going here uh, Here at the sports desk. Before we get out of here, man, let's just kind of, you know, uh, spend a little time talking about the beloved uh, uh, Hurricanes of Miami. <laughs> um, you know, coming into the season, you know, with the Manny Diaz hiring and coming into the Florida game, you know, I, I didn't believe for a second Miami was going to beat Florida. It would have been nice, but I never thought for a second that that was going to happen. They played Florida tough, but ultimately Florida came out the win. But what had happened? What has happened since then? <laughs> well, the Hurricanes are two and three. They started off the season zero oh, and three. Their two wins thus far this season are against Bethune Cookman College and another high school. <laughs> they went into a sorry Virginia Tech. It was at home, buddy. No, they went. They was in Miami? Yeah. I thought that it game was at Virginia Tech. It was in Miami. You sure? Oh, the yeah. orange out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it was the or- was it Was it the yeah. orange out? Yeah. All right. So, they, they, Virginia Tech, not a, not a good football team. Not at all. They've been really bad. Actually, they've been yeah. thinking about firing their coach midseason. Yeah, Duke spanked them on Thursday night. Correct. That Miami team is piss poor. The only bright spot. And I I'll, mean the only bright you spot. Know what? The <laughs> only bright spot on that team is that freshman quarterback. It is. And he struggled the first half. I think Virginia Tech was up 28 nothing at half. So, yeah, and, and so you saying that, I, I just want to say, Fred, you got to squash that about them being good, bro. There's no way. <laughs> oh, Miami? Yeah. Them boys You got to squash that, Fred. Oh, yeah, yeah, In yeah, the Coastal, yeah, just a little yeah. numbers here. Yeah, they In the it. ACC Coastal, which is putrid. It's putrid this the year. The ACC Coastal is putrid. The Miami Hurricanes are the sixth team out of seven. They're six at two and three. And who number one in the division? Virginia. They're four and one. Hmm. That's the ACC Coastal. And who they won lost game to? 
Virginia. Notre Dame. They lost to Notre Dame last Saturday. Oh, okay. Notre okay, Dame's bounce okay. back game. That's why Notre Dame's still in the top 10 because Virginia was ranked 12th when they sure beat Sure was. Okay. So, hey, Hurricane fans, brighter days could be on the horizon. I'm not really sure. <laughs> you guys fired Mark Rick after two seasons. I don't, I don't understand why you fired Mark Rick after two seasons. The same reason Georgia got rid of him. Okay, that's cool. I can go with that. But you brought in Manny Diaz, who's going to be way worse than Mark Rick. So, hey, Hurricanes fans, especially my homeboy Kevin Dunbar out there, if you happen, just so happen to hear this, keep your head up, champ. It might be brighter days ahead. Because just when I get down to myself about my nose, I can always look down south and say, hey, at least we're not the Canes. So just want to give a little love to those guys down there in Coral Gables. All right. All right, big week seven coming up in the college ranks uh, coming up this weekend. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm trying to make as no plans at all if, if I can help it this weekend. Uh, you got Oklahoma, Texas. You got Alabama A&M. You got Michigan State at Wisconsin. You got Florida LSU. You got Penn State at Iowa. You got a lot, a lot of good games. Florida State at uh, Clemson. It's a lot of intriguing, great games that will be taking place uh, this weekend, and I want to kind of pick it back off black a couple weeks ago. Shout out to SMU, man. I actually watched most of that game where they came back down 24 nothing yeah. or something like that, came roaring back. And uh, who did they knock off? Um, oh. SMU, SMU, SMU. Uh, two, Tulsa. Was, to, Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa, Tulsa was on 24 nothing. They came rolling back to beat those guys in two OTs, 43-37. SMU is now ranked 21 in the country, man. Shout so, out to Shea Bouchelle, man. For sure, man. So those guys are are, are, are doing something special uh, down there at uh, Southern Methodist University. All right. So that's going to wrap up our college football talk. Uh, please, guys, any of our Florida correspondents, uh, uh, Charles Evans or Cedric Farr <laughs> or James Dangerman, any of our uh, Gator correspondents who have something to say about uh, what we had to talk about, please, please drop us a line on Twitter like we know You'll do. <laughs> Shout out to them Gators, man. Feels good. Feels good to be back. Two mm-hmm. game days back to back. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Like we, I have y'all ain't heard me talk this kind of shit in a minute. Mm-hmm. I talk shit. It's but been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long man. time. It feels For this. good. For this. It feels good. For you this. Know? Yeah, enjoy it while you got let's it, see, sir. Let's see what we can do against enjoy these, these tigers. Enjoy it while you got it. All right, team. All right, we're gonna go ahead and transition to the national. Football League, all right? Week five uh, is running right now as we speak. We still have one more game left tonight, Monday Night Football. You have the Cleveland Browns traveling to the undefeated 3-0 San Francisco 49ers on ESPN. Um, So that will wrap up week five. But let's just get into some of these scores throughout the week. We have the beloved Jacksonville Jaguars falling 27-34 in a pretty entertaining back-and-forth game against the Carolina Panthers. Shout-out Minchu Mania. Uh, we also had the Philadelphia Eagles taking care of business 31-6, trampling over the New York Jets. We had the Vikings get back on track. Kirk Cousins had a pretty good game yesterday. Again, Alan Thielen and Stephon Diggs involved to take care of the Giants 28-10. Shout-out to the Houston, Texas. Watson the Fuller, who got me 50 points in my fantasy game yesterday. 53-32 over the Falcons. I think it's safe to say that the Falcons – might be firing their head coach in probably another minute or two. <laughs> uh, the Falcons just seem to, with all that talent, they seem to be in a disarray. Shout out Teddy Bridgewater, man. 
I'm so happy for this guy. Everything that he went through to get back, and he is playing out of his mind. Ever since he has been a starter for the Saints, he is 3-0, and taking care of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. 31-24, four touchdown passes in the Divisional South, in the NFC South game. Had the Bills taking care of the Titans 14-7. You had Kyler Murray getting his first win yesterday. Cardinals taking care of the Bengals 26-23. Had New England Patriots struggle in the first quarter against the Redskins. Redskins was up 7-0. Maybe it was off the fact that their head coach was out smoking weed and trying to get uh, college girls to come back home with them just a couple nights before. And, oh, yeah, Jay Gruden has been fired uh, as early as this morning. He is no longer the head coach. Other Washington Redskins, Pats, take advantage of that, 33-7. Had a nice game in Pittsburgh. Prayers up to Mason Rudolph. He took a vicious, one of the vicious, nastiest hits I ever seen in football. Earl Thomas, I don't think it was intentional, but he caught him good and knocked him out cold before he hit the dirt. The dude was unconscious on the field. Scary moment in Pittsburgh. Cool to see Mason Rudolph is out of the hospital. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. no, no. He no, was no. unconscious. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was like they the took last his whole thing face mask off. Yeah, yeah, they had to take his yeah, face mask, his bro. Face mask mask but he is out of the hospital. Jeez. He is back at home. Ravens prevailed 26-23 in Pittsburgh. The Steelers are 1-4, and four, man. Uh, you had the Raiders steaming back to knock off the Bears just in a shocker. The Bears are up 21-0. Raiders come all the way back to knock them off 24-21. You got the Broncos getting their first win of the season, taking care of the Chargers in L.A. 20-13. And you had an abomination that took place in Dallas <laughs> yesterday. You had the Green Bay Packers come into Dallas, Jerry's <laughs> world, like a buzzsaw, and rip through my Cowboys 34-24. And they night cap. You had the shot of the night. The Indianapolis Colts, with that defense, came in and stifled, bottled up the Chiefs' offense, taking care of business, 19 to 13, giving the giving the Chiefs their first loss of the season. So I think I want to start there. I think that's one of the biggest headlines of the week. Are the Chiefs starting to get figured out? Is Patrick Mahomes? Starting to get a little figured out. Is enough? Is it enough tape out there for defenses to try to figure out this chief offense? Kind of interesting to hear what you guys have to say about. Because we love him here at the Sports Desk. Yeah, we think he's pretty much the greatest of all time. You know, despite Thomas Brady. So what are we seeing, Black? What did you see last night with that game? Low scoring. Chiefs scored thirteen points. I feel like that has something to do with it, but I think it's injuries, man. They got they. They written across the board with injuries, man, especially in skill position areas. So I think that has a lot to do with uh, – I think it's, it's showing these receivers are not as good as we think they are. You know, if you got a Tyree Hill in here, you're talking about the coach running a, a whole different type of defense with him on the field. Oh, for sure. If you got a Sammy Watkins out there, since he's only did something in one game of the whole freaking year, and that was against the Jaguars, he had done that <laughs> since. But if you got him on the field, you got to you – gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta handle that a little differently defensively. Right. So I think it's just injuries, and then I think it could have a little potential of, of something doing with more film on Pat Mahomes. I think a lot of defenses are starting to kind of figure out what's going on in Kansas City, but um, I think it's more of him having injuries at the skill positions at receiver, uh, not having a a good running back to depend on. So. And they're doing it by committee, and it's not working. So yeah, I think it, I think that's what it is with them right now. Okay, Fred, what what did you uh, hear or see? You know, a catch from the stats of this game 
Uh, Chief taking the first loss yesterday, only scoring 13 at home. Yeah, I see. I was looking at the uh, highlights. I wasn't able to see the whole game, but I seen uh, Mahomes had a pretty good run for um, touchdown. And I don't know. It's it's uh, to me, I, Andy Reid just gonna have to go back to the drawing board because uh, every, every I think every offense period is gonna hit this point. Like Andy Reid has hit this point millions of times. Right. You know what I'm saying? It has been able to overcome it. That's why he's a great coach. So I think they and, and along with what you said, the injuries, like yeah. you know, it's you know, it's different from, you know, Tyreek Hill being your number one when you exactly. got go to Robinson who really supposed to be a number three. Uh, and they said that they on the T V last night. And Hammond who's not a two yeah. who's really a three or a four. They was like yeah. the defense that the the Colts were running, yeah. they definitely the wouldn't have run that defense. when Tyreek Hill was on the field. If he was on the field, they yeah. definitely wouldn't have been in that. And whatever they was running at that point, yeah. they say they definitely wouldn't have did that if Tyreek Hill was on the field. But injuries yeah. are part of the game. And Pat yeah, Mahomes is the top three quarterback, number one quarterback in this game. Yeah. yeah. I said they got to go recalibrate. Uh, the Colts do this to teams, though, for some reason. Like, the Colts are just a weird <laughs> team. Like, they such a weird team, man. It's like either they look like you could beat them or they look one of the greatest teams of all time. They have, like, no bright spots, in my opinion. Like, yeah. they do, but, like, they, their whole team, they just play as a collective. Yeah. And um, I don't know. When I seen it, I was shocked at first, but then I really wasn't seeing it was the Colts. You know, mm-hmm. the Colts will lose by 13 to, you know, the Jags one week and then turn around and beat the Patriots. You know yeah. what I'm saying? By six and it's like in Foxborough. J- Jacoby Brissett, he just – and kudos to him, man. He, oh, yeah. he don't care about being the best quarterback or being – in the limelight, the kids just, kid just want to go get yeah. it done. He don't care how it get done, just long get as it done. get done. Yeah. He ain't not, he ain't the flashiest, none of that. Yeah. He gonna go out there and do what his team need him to do to get a win. Right. <laughs> yeah. For me, for me, uh, watching this game, um, that was smart signing them though by the Colts because they yeah. gave him an extension before this. Yeah, they paid him. They paid yeah, him. He, he was second highest backup paid in the league next to Bridgewater. Yeah, that, but it was smart though because he playing like a, you got him locked up. Because imagine they didn't pay him He's and they went there. through this year. Somebody or, might pay or they him. would have to pay him. Or big pay. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. They want to get rid of him. He would have had big money. Play, yeah. So, so what I saw with the Chiefs last night, um, the running game. The yeah. running game was non-existent. Damian Williams, nine yeah. carries between three yards, two yards, a carry. Uh, Shady, no carries. Anthony Sherman, yeah. one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. That's Anthony why I Sherman, that one carry for two yards. Merko Hartman, one carry, negative six yards. And Pat Mahomes, you know, he went three for 17, no run game. And you look at the receivers, Pringle came out of nowhere last night. He was the top guy, six catches, 103. Hardman, four for 79. Robinson, three for 31. Shady, two for 23. Kelsey went, no, I mean, nothing. Yeah, I don't know what was his Kelsey deal didn't last do, night. He, he didn't was, do nothing. He got like three offensive penalties last he night. I was he, like, what the hell is going on with him tonight? He, he didn't do anything last night. And even, even through all that, just to kind of sprinkle down and show Pat Mahomes some love here, 22 for 39, 321 in the air, and only one tub. Like, even despite his his weapons night being in sync, he's still two for 321. <laughs> yeah. Could you yeah, imagine crazy. if one receiver was in sync? <laughs> but over the last two games, he's only thrown for one touchdown. And he that did. Was touchdown last night. But no turnovers. <laughs> even through all that, still no turnovers. Yeah. So Pat Mahomes ain't the reason they lost this game. Okay. So he's not. So you put this on the run game? I put this on Andy Reid. That's why oh, I put okay. this on. Okay. Because like Fred said, he's right. Andy Reid has gotten by the last 16 to 20 games doing what he's been doing. Yeah. You don't have Tyreek Hill. You can't keep sending uh, guys down the field. They, they not Tyreek. Exactly. You know, somebody might get by eventually. This is the league if you got a little bit of speed. But they not Tyreek. Yeah. 
Travis Kelsey should have got the ball thrown to him 12 to 14 times last night. He should have had 150 yards catching, uh, receiving, and a couple tubs. So we, he, until Tyreek Hill get back, Travis Kelsey should be the focal point in this offense. And he wasn't. He had a bad game last night. I think the Kansas City defense is worse than it was last year. Really? I'm not, has anybody so seen? You so you don't think they're better with Frank Clark and Have you seen him this Honey year? Have you seen Frank Clark this year? I ain't seen him. Yeah. I see him I, on the sideline. I, like I, I, I ain't hear a reporter, Chris Collinsworth, <laughs> anybody say his name last night. I ain't hear nobody call him. I they broke the bank, too. The man <laughs> had one tackle last night. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. one tackle last night. I, I, I'm not seeing his defense. The only Bryce Ball Nash defense is the Honey Badger. He the only one flying around out there. He the mm-hmm. only one. Who's their defensive coordinator? I'm not really sure. Uh, they the brought gi- somebody in. Uh, Spagnuolo. 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 Yeah, yeah, the Giants old coach, yeah. So, I think last night was an uh, 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 anomaly, not a trend for the Chiefs. I don't think it's a trend for the Chiefs. I yeah, kind of think they – yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about I it. I am. I'm not worried because you they get They got Tyree. coming in that thing next week. Now, <laughs> funny that you say that. <laughs> That's the perfect game for the Chiefs. They need a game like that. They need a game where the ball is consistently going down the field. Because I call him number four. I don't call him Deshaun. I don't call him Watson. He's my favorite quarterback to watch next to Mahomes in the league, Deshaun Watson. And for the life of me, I can't think why I ain't pick him in fantasy. But anyway, this boy, he's coming in to Kansas City like he went into Foxborough last year and faced Thomas and threw for 400 yards. So guess what Patty Mahomes is going to do as well? He's throwing for 400 <laughs> as well. This is the game that the dot order. Now, I don't know who's going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Houston got enough weapons and enough skill players to win this game. Their defense is a little better than Kansas City, a little bit. But this is what they need. They don't need a stout defensive team like the Bears coming into Kansas City. They don't need a team like the Packers coming into Kansas City. This will continue to kind of maybe stifle them a bit. Mm-hmm. So this is what the dot order for them. I'm not worried about the Chiefs. Think they're going to be okay. Still finish. Think they finish 14-2, 13-3. They might want to think about finishing 14-2 or 15-1 the way the Patriots are going. Yeah. Because that's what it's coming down to in the AFC. You want to get home field in the AFC Championship game. You don't want to go to Foxborough. Mm-hmm. And now the Patriots are in the driver's seat. So, I think all in all, Colts are a good team. More credit than people gave them before this game. Um, and it's just one. Of, I think it's just one of those things that we saw last night. Kind of sucks it was at home. Probably wouldn't be a lot of talk if it was in Indianapolis. So, you know, we'll see how so that do goes. So, do, do y'all think the uh, ankle injury is going to be a big deal? Or that's mm. probably just knick-knack? He came injury. back out. He played pretty good. He couldn't run on like he wanted to. Yeah, but he he, th- he was still throwing that ball with force. So, I'm not really too concerned about it. Okay. All right. All right, let's move along to the putrid beatdown in t- uh, Dallas, Texas yesterday. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers came in like a buzzsaw, man. Jumped up on my Cowboys. 20... 21 nothing, and um, I was very disappointed in my offense. I was very disappointed in Dak, Zeke, <laughs> Kellen Moore, Amari Cooper. Even though Amari had 12 balls, 226 yards, and one touchdown, we come out. Aaron Rodgers go boom, 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 touchdown, seven nothing. Cowboys come out, boom, boom, boom. We on Green Bay territory. Dak throws the ball. Mari catches it, but somehow fumbles it at the same time. Literally throws it to the Green Bay defender, and that's when the wheels fell off. The wheels fell off after that. We was driving. We was driving. To tie the game. To tie the game when the game started. And 
when you get down in the hole versus an arrogant guy like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and their de- – them Smith boys, them two defensive ends. Oh, yeah. Them Smith boys, let me get their names. and 55. Let me get their names because yeah. they deserve for their names to be called. Well, the P- uh, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith, them boys the real deal. Mm-hmm. And they the best two defensive ends – a, a team of defensive ends on one team ain't no ain't no two better than them on the team. Yeah. Them boys are hell. But I was shocked. I was shocked. Them boys, against, they gave my I, offensive line. That's what I'm a saying. It's shocked. It shocked me. A beating yesterday. The type yesterday. of penetration they was getting on y'all offensive line. Did you see how these boys look? Yeah. These boys are like transformers. Yeah. But if I had to put that game Jesus. on anybody though, D, in my opinion, I gotta put that on the defense, man. Y'all let <laughs> y'all let Aaron Jones run. Yo, wow! Ballistic. So wow! I, so I just look because I didn't. You have to explain because I didn't. I didn't get to watch it. It was more Aaron Jones than Aaron Rodgers, though. Yeah, every time they it got down like in the Aaron red Rogers zone, they just, just picking their secondary a piece. It was Aaron and they Jones. And get to the red zone, and Aaron Jones scored Aaron four touchdowns. Jones. And not even in the red zone. I mean, he getting to the to the outskirts with ease, going right about shooting the boys to do. Yeah, he's he shooting them Come boys. On, like, yeah. What are y'all doing? This is yeah. Aaron. No disrespect to Aaron Jones, but he ain't one of the elite running backs in this league, bro. He like, and Dallas got a good defense. They got good pieces on that defense. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was 22 for 34 yesterday. He really managed the game yesterday. He managed. He made the throws that needed to be made. Aaron Jones beat them, man. He got them down the field. And you can see the camaraderie. And what's dangerous? The camaraderie in Green Bay is solid, man. Aaron Rodgers has bought in to Matt LaFleur's offense. Every time this kid Aaron Jones scored a touchdown – Aaron Rodgers was turning to the camera, holding up his touchdowns. Every time Aaron Jones scored a touchdown, Aaron Rodgers went to the camera and threw up touchdowns. I ain't never seen Aaron do that before. Never. I never seen him champion another player. He was always about him doing the championship belt. And then also, like, when Aaron Jones scored that first touchdown, he brought the whole offense all over. Aaron Rodgers was right there by him doing the pose. They was doing the gangster pose, taking the picture. I ain't never seen Aaron Rodgers participate in something. He usually go back to the sideline. So – Probably the best team you done had. That's what I'm like. saying. It looked like it's a good group of guys. Like, Oh, and side note, uh, Devontae Adams didn't play in that game. By Correct. Well. And we got smoke. <laughs> <laughs> we got smoke. Their best offensive player didn't play in. Or their second offensive player didn't play. So, Green Bay looked very good. The defense looked very good. I was just highly disappointed in my offense. Dak looked a little rattled to start the game. He went 27 for 44. He threw for 463, two tubs and three picks. But a lot of those yards was trying to catch up. We were just trying to catch up, and I just didn't like what I saw. Cowboys are now back-to-back losses against two good teams. You lose to the Saints 12-10. to That was a tough game. I watched that whole game. That was a tough game. I really wasn't mad that we lost. I was mad that we didn't even get in position to kick a field goal to win the game. We just, didn't, we just couldn't do it. I don't really know what's going on there. I'm sick of Jason Garrett. I'm sick of Coach Clapp. I hope that he does not get resigned in the offseason. I really do because he cost us yardage yesterday by getting a penalty, a personal foul penalty by cussing out the referee during the game. I pushed us back and got us out of field goal range. I don't know what the hell was wrong with my kicker yesterday. Like, the Cowboys was just abysmal yesterday. And I have nothing to champion about. Zeke, again, under 100 yards, 12 carries, 62 yards. He had a tub, but what's going on here? Like, we came out the first three games against subpar competition. I'll be the first one to say that. I'll raise my hand and say, yeah, we faced subpar competition, and we did what we were supposed to do against those kind of teams. Mm-hmm. But now we're in a situation where we're 3-2. and two. 
Tied for first in the East, and I feel that Delphi has caught up with us. I don't like what I'm seeing, but yeah. we got a good remedy here. We fly to the New York Jets next Sunday <laughs> at 1 o'clock on CBS. So, we got a good remedy there to try to get back on track, so we'll see what happens. But yeah. it could be. But you know what, though? It could be. I don't, think it's, I don't think that's a trap game, but I feel like that Dallas and Philly game is going to be the biggest it's been. Yeah. It's Follow always a, a big game. Follow week, Sunday night football. But it's going to be like high stakes type type of game. The winner of the division might come out of this game. Yeah, exactly. The winner of the division exactly. may be birthed from this game. Exactly. Because exactly. you don't want to have to try to catch the next person. But I would, my thing with Dallas, I and, and I I was with my dad last night. Shout out uh Dad, Daddy Oglesby. Papa Gary was at it. Uh, I was with him yesterday watching the game, so – and he was like, it's it's shocking to me the way this game was going. He was like, I really believe these guys has been all in the headlines, seeing everybody talk about, oh, the Cowboys 3-0, they this, they that. They've been looking at the headlines too much. And I, I maybe. slightly agree a little maybe, bit maybe. because we hadn't seen this in so long maybe. from the Cowboys. Maybe. It's kind of it's, it's, it's dangerous. And um, I don't know what's going on with Dak. Uh, started out hot. I'm kind of – I'm a little concerned. I think he'll get it together. It's NFL football. What do you expect? At some point in time, you struggle a little bit in this league. You struggle. Yeah, I, Look at Pat Mahomes. He struggled last night. Yeah, I'm not and, so much concerned with Dak as I am with Zeke. Yeah. I'm concerned with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, and I think that got to do a lot to do with him not being in camp. He's probably not in shape. He's not in shape. Right. That's exactly what he that is. His way in shape. He probably won't be good until the second half of the season. Probably. You After know? the bye so, week. After, After the yeah, bye so, week. Because we got the Jets this Sunday, and then we turn around and we go to Philly. My thing Sunday with, night football. Jesus my, yeah. Christ. My thing with Dak, Dak, as good as you're doing, you cannot turn, turn the, the ball, ball over. over. Turn. Especially against a team like Green Bay. You give them the ball right back in, in their territory. Like, what do you expect? What's, what you think is going to happen? And They're going to score a, touchdown. And I get it to Dak. Only one interception I blame on him. The other two I don't. I don't know what Carl was doing on that drag route. He stopped running. Mm-hmm. He just stopped running and sat down on the route. Like, and you can tell that was a dream. He came from the other side of the field. Yeah. And that's what Dak, if you was watching the game, Dak ran up to him and said, hey, why did you stop? Mm-hmm. That's a drag. Keep dragging. And he stopped and threw the interception. And then the one with Cooper, he just catches the ball and just tosses it to the Green Bay defender. Yeah, I don't know. But then know he did have a bad was. interception in the fourth quarter. He threw it straight to the DB. Yeah, he did. I don't know what that was. And that's when they was driving to try to get it down to what? Touchdown. A, a touchdown. A touchdown. Yeah. No, 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 no. We was down 14. And, they, and Green Bay came back and kicked the field goal. Okay, okay. What yeah. I'm thinking about is the missed field goal that yeah. just stopped everything. Okay. Yeah, that was in the third <clears throat> quarter. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, all in all, man, we'll – contract? Yeah, I do. I'm not worried about – I'm not too much worried about that. Yeah, I'm not too – Dak didn't – Dak didn't blow the ship up. He didn't lose yesterday. the game. He didn't lose the game. He, 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 he had a couple – he had a couple bad decisions. Most quarterbacks do that during the game, but – I was just kind of concerned about Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. man. I, I this really man was. This man still throw for almost 500 yards. He man. did. Something to say about it. Something he, to be I mean, said he did. What the numbers were? We got to see the numbers, man. I want, yeah, 463. Yeah, 463. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those was trying to come back, but he did. I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not too concerned. Yeah. I just really think they need to right the ship before right. Philly come in town, though, before y'all go to Philly, wherever that game is. It's at Philly, Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So that's going to wrap it up, man. We'll see if our Cowboys can get it together, man. Shout out my boy Ty out there, man. I know you're kind of going through it, dog. Me too. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, let's get into these Jacksonville Jaguars, man. We say the best for last, man. Let's get into our beloved Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to get our uh, casual Jags fan correspondent back in here. 
uh, <laughs> to kind of talk a little Jags yesterday. So the Jaguars, they took a loss yesterday in a hard-fought game against the Carolina Panthers, 34-27. Uh, Fred, let's kick it off with you, man. Uh, what did you see uh, with this game? Everything from the defense to the offense, uh, Minshew, the coaching, everything. Um, I don't – what I've – it's, I've, I've made a weird turn on the Jaguars, which I think a lot of fans have uh-huh. uh, with Minshew. Yeah. Because it's it's when, you're, when your star player is a, a defensive back, that's one thing. When he's the best defensive back probably ever, one of, one of the best to ever play. Like, that's one thing. But having a superstar – Jacksonville has never had a superstar quarterback. Mm-hmm. Brunel is a country-ass nigga who, who happened to have Keenan McCarty or Jimmy Smith. He was really good, though. You know, he, he was. He was good, if, though. But even if we go back and look at his numbers, it, it was almost – It wasn't until later in his tenure. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He struggled his first but, time. But, yeah. Shout out, but, but we never had a superstar. Like this. Like this. It's a yeah. difference between being a, even a great player and a superstar quarterback. Potentially. Like, uh, potentially. Yeah, you got to put potential on potentially. it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it, I would he, say because the they mystique. already selling tickets. The mystique is there. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Machine, a Minshew. And that's why I said, I'm taking away great quarterback play. I'm just saying, so like, this the kid has, right, the figure of it. Yeah. Like, if all yeah. if Baker Mayfield just go out there and can just win games and play good, he's, he's good. already a superstar. So, so let me ask you this before mm-hmm. you finish. Oh, yeah. do, you, do you feel like Minshew, where he is now, his – his superstar status has gotten bigger than Jalen's own for the Jaguars. Facts. Only because of quarterback. Only because if you have a superstar Facts. quarterback, it's mm-hmm. just different. It's it, different. It, it don't okay. matter how big. Okay. You can have Ray, Ray Lewis is probably one of the biggest superstar defensive players. Yeah, like I you agree. had Deion Sanders. You got to have like. You know, like and, that, and don't get me wrong, Jalen Ramsey can carry your team as a superstar as he mm-hmm. did, did the Jaguars. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I'm not countdown. Right. Came down here to do a piece on Minshew. Yeah, <laughs> right. But when Minshew, when, you, when your quarterback is the superstar, has those superstar qualities, and then can go out there and play. play yeah. And now, what I say, I would like. I love what I see from Minshew, and I'm, I'm not mad at the loss at all. Like I want to say yeah, that off top. He plays like Philip Rivers to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he play, he put both hands on that ball and he move up in that pocket. Yep. That's the way to play quarterback. Yeah, like you have to play, play quarterback. You have look at Tom Brady, like Tom. It's either Tom Brady is like getting sacked, you know, out of there, or you see him up in that motherfucker. You know All what right. I'm saying? Like he ain't scared of no. When you you gonna be coming straight at Tom? He gonna give you one of them shoulder shit yep. and get you fields. the fuck out of here yeah. and step back into the pocket. Yep. And you, we, Gabbert, Lord, we we have we haven't seen this in Jacksonville. Right. So just seeing this boy put both hands on that ball and climb into that pocket and get it out the receivers for us to turn up for us to go out there and score in three passing plays on the first drive. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at what you call it scoring. I'm like, damn, like, this is seven zip. How can they, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, three plays. We, let's right go. Right now. You know what I'm saying? Right now. Now you said in Jacksonville. We're not like, used to we, that. We're not used to it. So, and I think it's a bunch of, like, the strip um sack. But it's, it's like, shit like that is just going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? And it's hard to overcome. And he still almost overcame it. That's my thing. Like, he... Uh, the fact that he came that close to overcoming mm-hmm. all the mistakes that they made, still it just shows won. you a lot. So if it's like they get back in that drawing board and say, we just going to – the mistakes. Like, I'm sure he's seen that – he's not going to get strip sacked like that again because he's he careful with the ball. That was exactly. just a, a rare thing that kind of happened with him. So I love what i seen. Josh Allen, you know what I'm saying, is coming alive. You can tell he getting his feet – we finally seen that Gakwe, he uh, finally made a couple plays. He looked dominant out there. And I think we need like Jalen Ramsey. Like it's it's time. Like you see the you see how different that defense is with Jalen Ramsey and without. With him, yeah. you look like a all oh, you look great. Yeah. 
But without them, you look a good defense. You they were, that saying? defense looked a little gas yesterday. Yeah, you yeah. that front seven looked a little gas. Yeah, they might have been, no, been a little overwhelmed, not man. Going off like that of Ramsey on that field, but it don't take much from a catcher. He got world class speed. He got world class speed. There was some of those man, spots. Man, he's a top three running back in this league. He, he man. is, but it's some of those spots that I'm watching, and I'm like, no, one on one, Ramsey, you getting on the ground. Yeah. He, he got make some of those tackles. He'll make some of those tackles yeah, in that secondary. And it's but, like, and you got to think how little we just, we lost by with a score, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you want to know. So if yeah. you telling me if Jalen was in that, I'm, 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 we winning that game. They not putting all them points up, if Jalen, in my opinion, if Jalen on the field. So. Well, yeah, yeah Black, I, how you feel about the game yesterday? I feel I feel good about it. It still suck, man. It sucked to lose, it man. Do. It, it do. Because I feel like the Jaguars got something special. You think you know the one thing that I do like that I see from the Jaguars that we didn't do in past games and past seasons, we're competing. Yeah, that's all. If, every we, quarter, if we if we if we if we if a team went went down the field on their first possession, does. Well, uh, against us, seven over. zip. We knew right <laughs> in our mind. It's oh, over. it's gonna be a long day. It's seventeen nothing. It's gonna be a long day. So are you? Usually, <laughs> me when I'm watching the Jaguars, I'm I'm, I'm pretty intense, highly intense. You say, you know what? I want to sit back and just watch how they get through this. And this just the this was just from Carolina going down the field and scoring right. like that, right? Which they did. Yeah. So I just say I want to see, you know, what the Jazz going, how they gonna respond. Like you said, they ripped three plays. Boom. <laughs> By the way, I want to say this. DJ Sharp is becoming a star. Grown man. <laughs> he's becoming a Grown star. I, don't, I wish I could look up and see an article of what he did in the offseason, but whatever he whatever did, he did yeah. it's Grown working. Man. It's well, working. Grown man. Because whatever comes his way, it's coming down. I don't care if it's out of bounds. It's coming he's down. catching it. Yeah. He's catching it. And by the way, that was a touchdown. They, they robbed him. That should have been a touchdown, even though we scored yeah. the uh, on the goal line when they said it wasn't a touchdown. That yeah. was a touchdown because he touched the pile line, yeah. you know, with the with the ball. I but they was gonna overturn that, dude. Uh, other than that, man, I was happy about what I saw. Hate to lose, man. Hate to lose that game. I agree with you. If Ramsey was playing in that game, we don't lose that game. Um, I was happy. Minshew, he just stopped. I like the way he move around in the pocket. Yeah. Everything he's doing, defense gotta tighten up. You can't allow, uh, you can't allow a running back to do that. And this yeah. is what this is what I say again, like I said on other episodes, we miss Telvin in this spot. We miss yeah. Telvin in this spot, not having him out there for those linebackers. That's that's that was your core of your defense not on the field. Yeah. And we don't have Especially your core speed. leader on defense. Things like that happen. Yep, um, McCaffrey run. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I think I think they're gonna get it together. Got another big game next for week. Sure. But if the Jazz can somehow pull that off, <laughs> right back you in know, it. they they right back in it. But um, I'm I'm how I'm miss I'm you. At the conference. That's how I'm looking at it. I'm at how this I'm looking at the conference games more uh, than I am I, out of conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm how miss you. I've been doing a lot of thinking of how how did, how is this going to work out and how the Jags are are they going to screw it up or are they going to be able to uh, learn from past mistakes like if this man ends up before foes come back with a winning record. Like, what do you do? Keep foes on the side sure. or keep playing yeah, you your you hot hand? You have to You know, keep. but I also understand it's a business as well. You're paying this man a lot of money. Well, we already paid. We're in the season. A lot the money, of money. The money spent. We like, in yeah. the season. We can't take it back. We in the season. We in the season. The money spent. 
Like this team, they especially if he if he can go out here and beat New Orleans, yeah, it's a wrap. Like you the, uh, the so the, so so, cold, the, so the New Orleans game, the New Orleans are, if game he beat New game. Orleans, it's a wrap because New Orleans he should keep like a it. Super Bowl team. He so should this keep man it. can go out there and cont- I mean just beat beat them. Yeah, I, I think you you got it. You got to keep it rolling. Because believe saying? it or not, like after the New Orleans games, you got the Jets and you got Cincinnati. Winnable oh, game, game, you know. Matter of fact, games Jags should win. Well, and I think they had him coming back, what, against Houston or either the Colts or some. I, I, maybe it was the Colts. He was, it was supposed, after the bye week. Whatever after the bye week. Okay, I, and I think it's week. the Colts he was right. supposed to come back against. But yeah, I know uh, I know it's tough. I want to see how the Jazz going to handle this thing. Like, I feel like they got some good stuff going on here. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they handle it the right way. If like, I agree with you. If if the, he beat New Orleans, yeah. you can't take it away from him. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, I feel like this guy – and if the defense tighten up the way they're supposed to, and then we see Fournette then found himself. Yeah. He's found himself after the three for one away. Yeah, five he, yards he's carry. found himself. You know, at first we was like, oh, here we go, typical Fournette again. But he bust out against Denver, and Two then had games. another good game uh, against Carolina. So he's found himself defense to need to tighten up a little yeah. bit because I really feel like this this young rookie we have here could potentially lead you to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to bridge you there. I think Michigan can lead this team to the playoffs. I I actually think, barring Houston, like just, just losing their minds, the Jaguars can win this division. Right now, I'm going to still stick with Houston and win this division. Won't shock me if Jacksonville somehow does, but Jaguars can get a wild card and they can make, this, they can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This defense has to tighten up, and I know they will. Because the talent is there. For some reason, they look the gas. That front seven looked the gas yesterday. Calais didn't look like Calais yesterday. He did in the first quarter. But as the game kept going, they just kind of looked at gas. They didn't look all together. I compliment the young secondary as well. They, <laughs> With all the injuries, with not Jalen not being there, they played as good as they, yeah. they could. I the mean, young for kid granted, who replacing Jalen played good. He played pretty good. Yeah. So the Jaguars got turnovers when they needed to. They got stops when they needed to. That's, that's what was important. I would like them to see them not give up 34 points, but all in all, the one thing I took away from this game and pretty much the whole time since Minshew's been in, they competing, though. Yeah. You don't have to change the channel anymore when the Jags are playing. You don't have to go, oh, I can run to the store real quick, while the Jags getting their brains beat in. <laughs> yeah. You literally are locked into the TV and watching and watching because you know there's a shot that the Jaguars can pull this win off. And that's what we saw yesterday. Carolina had a couple opportunities to run away with this game. They did. But the Jazz kept in it. Minshew kept in it. And like Fred said, which is very great analysis from Fred, Phillip Rivers, the Minshew, I noticed that as well. Minshew is not giving up on a play just because he drops back and the defendant is in his face. He's not taking a sack. He's moving up in the pocket. He's swinging left. He's swinging right. Eyes are downfield. Mm-hmm. Or he's taking off. Like, you don't see negative plays with Minshew. You don't. This is a rookie. He's not giving and, – and, and Blake Bortles and, and Blaine Gabbard and all these guys who – Chad Henney, negative, 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 negative. This dude was offensive player of the week last week. Offensive rookie of the month last week. Yeah, he got to wear the snicker chain by the by the way. Right, NFL like prime time. So so that, that's dope. <laughs> like so that's dope. And like Fred said, Jalen is a superstar, a megastar talent on the football field. But it's nothing like a superstar figure off the field. Yeah. This dude is bringing energy, and I can guarantee you. This Sunday, oh, down at TIAA Bank, <laughs> I think it's gonna be rocking down there. Oh, it's gonna be. I crazy. think the city gonna show up, and I think the city gonna show out. 
this Sunday to welcome in a very, very good Saints team. Like Fred said, a potential Super Bowl bound. So this is the game. This is the game we're going to find to see how good the Jaguars can be and how do how can they really compete against a top quality team. The Saints are arguably a top five team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see. So all in all, even though the Jags are two and three, they're still in it. They're still alive. They can snag this division. They can get a wild card berth. And this is the type of team who you're not going to want to play in the playoffs. If the Jaguars get a wild card and let's say they have to go to, I don't know, Indianapolis. Let's say they have to go there. Wild card game. Oh, let's say they got to go somewhere like Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Let's say they got to go to Baltimore. Are you... If you're a Ravens fan, are you sleeping well at night? No one miss you and the Jazz coming in the town? You know. No. People forgetting, like, Jalen not engaged right now. He not there. But somebody, he just wake up like, man, you know what? I'm going to just, we going out this yeah. year. This is what I want to. It changes everything. Well, some news came but out this, today. He's actually in Houston seeing a back specialist. But this is what mm-hmm. I want to ask y'all. Do y'all think that this Jalen thing is kind of becoming a distraction for the guys no. on the team? They're not playing like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah. They're not playing like it. They're they not playing. These, these, they, they got this, it's, it's whoever we got on the field type attitude. We finna yeah. go out this way. When Jalen, and, and like I said, these guys don't hate Jalen. Yeah. Ain't no big, no one's spoken out. No one has yeah, spoken no, out no against one. Ramsey. Yeah. Even even Monroe and, and, and Doug Marone and the, and the front office, no one has said anything about Ramsey in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that lets me know the team is in a good space where we're like, look, if he can get back, great. We, we'll welcome him back. Come on back, bro. But right now, we riding 15 waves. That's that's all we worried about. Mm-hmm. And Pat, if if if, if Blaine Gabbert or, or or Blake Bertles was still your uh, quarterback, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, they'd be calling out Jalen Ramsey probably left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing so. I gotta give I gotta give credit to uh, Dan, not Dan Mullen, but um, Doug Marone. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like he's coaching like his job is on the line. Like finally, like that's surprising to hear you say that too. <laughs> Man, it came out five wide, three straight. T- they run the ball to like three minutes left in the first. Fred, they're not doing what you expect and, and, them to no, do. At the beginning of the year, what I kept saying, like it's yeah. team, like the, the Chiefs can't be the only one who know how to put five receivers on the field and have success. Yeah, like it's uh, and then that, and we get here and I'm like, damn, like, offensive coordinator too. You got to give him some yeah, credit yep. too. <laughs> so yeah, so like, got to give Dan DeFlippo. Yeah, so some I credit think too. I think we all know this. Tom Coughlin was more the problem than um, Dan um, DeFlippo. Then um, Marone, Doug Marone. Marone. So yeah, I, I definitely eased off of Doug Marone because this team does respond to him. Like we have who we have. Fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Like we here now. You know, like they are responding, it, yep. you know what I'm saying? And they resp- they respond to him. You know what I'm saying? They they like him. I can tell they like the way Leonard Fournette was talking. I can tell like they like him. And you can tell like he not the strict one because them niggas yeah. ain't just putting on the field. No, the Jags ain't just putting on. Nigga, it'll be the course closest point. Them niggas fighting. I'll yeah. be like, dog, why are fighting on the field? They got to tighten up on these penalties too, man. The penalties Jack, is crit. But then the I look, that, but crazy. that's why I say I got to give credit to Marone because Marone is coach like, man, I'm just trying to win, dog. Like, it's All like right. he ain't even yelling at them niggas. Like, bro, like, look, relax. You know right, what I'm saying? We right. trying to win. Going for two at the end of the Houston game. Right. Which I thought he did that because he didn't know what he had in Minshew. But I mm-hmm. feel like if we all knew what Minshew was, right. he would have took the points and we would have went to overtime. Ta- yeah, he would have won I that thing right, overtime. He won. I, think yeah. that, I think at that moment he thought that was the only way he was going to win that game. So it's like, I ain't God, when I take – I'm looking for this. I take eight and eight. Winning the AFC South. And it's crazy you say that because it was a moment. It was a moment in that uh, in that Carolina game when I think we went down. And I think we was in their territory and it was like fourth down and one or two something uh-huh. like that. And and it was late. 
and he didn't go for it. He kicked the field goal, which got it to like 27. Yeah, yeah. What was it? I, I forgot. What we, I know we had like 27, and they had. I can't remember. I don't remember what they had. But uh, he kicked the field goal because he knew our defense was gonna come and stand, yeah. and we got the ball back. Yeah, got it back. And we started driving, but that's when the, that I think that when, that's when we turned it over or, or something happened when mm. we turned it over. I can't remember exactly, but he he started to show that he's building trust in and he know what he got, like you said, yeah. in uh in Minshew. Right. And and it's and it's crazy that this is happening because out of all the quarterbacks we didn't have it's, it feels good Crazy. to be a fan yeah. and to see we got something behind center yeah. and i and, and i i'm going all the way back to mark burnell i feel like we hadn't had anything since, since mark burnell, mark burnell facts. since mark burnell facts. so it feels good that Man, this kid <laughs> And we got him in what, we got him in the sixth round. Sixth six round, bro. Sixth six round. They, like they, pick they one something, this, bro. They compare him to freaking Tom Brady. The like stories. sixth round, like stories. Like, come on, bro. Like, what better company to be in? And he you know fresh and he fresh out the fire, bro. He like, fresh. Yeah. like yeah. he literally came in the first and, game of the year. And I and I even hate <laughs> yeah. to say, like, Man. even when even as far as going as the Kansas Nuts. City game was when he came in. The kid stood up yeah. and said, well, and played. You know, I, and played football. He played football. Yeah. He playing football. We finally got a quarterback that know how to go out there and play football. Yeah. Yeah, man, he don't yeah. care about nothing. But, he said it. I don't. I just want to win, bro. Yeah. I don't care about all this other stuff. It's good, yeah. I just want to win. Yeah. All the hype that's coming, that's going to continue to come as long as he wins. Yeah. As long as he wins, that's yeah. going to continue to come. It's, but I, I like how these guys responded to him, too. Like, yeah. you got Fernand on the stage calling them jockstrap Manchu yeah. and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Man, it's good to see. We've never had this yeah. since Mark. We've never had it. And when I say superstar, like, because you got to think, Carolina got a young, that kind of, uh, what's his name, Kyle Allen? Allen. Uh-huh. That motherfucker bowling. He can play you know too. what I'm saying? But you see the difference play in how yeah. our quarterback is received. Now, we just got a superstar, like off the field. Like, he just Carolina didn't have a superstar. Uh-oh. They got a they superstar. Still got one. He on the bench, right? Yeah. Yeah. He on the bench. Yeah. So it's like, this got this kid, Kyle Lyle, came in, He came in there and scored for first yeah. drive. He's playing well. Ain't he 3 0 as a starter? Yeah, yes. Ain't he 3 0 as a starter? 3 0 as a starter. And no, you ain't Nuts. even heard nothing. You know, Minshew Mania. You done had ESPN <laughs> Countdown and <laughs> yep. Jacksonville doing pieces. And Fletcher High School yeah, doing like, pieces. You, 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 like, you got Uncle crazy. Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. You know what I'm saying? Like, he getting, like, that spotlight feel. Yeah. You can't get yeah. that if this guy just got the it factor. He just yeah. doing yeah. it. And if you know anything about what he did in college at Washington State, he had the he had that whole college alive. Exactly. Every yeah. time they took the field. And it was competitive when he was a starter. Yeah. And he and, and people and if people don't know, he finished fourth in the Heisman race too this last year at Washington. So yeah. that's that's something good to be said about that as well. So he was and he led the nation in passing and yeah. passing yeah, yards yeah. his last year too. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So all in all, man, you know we we riding with the Jags, man. We got a we had a we got a uh, a, a good game coming up against the. Uh, Saints coming up here in the city, man. So, of course, we're going to be covering all NFL, all news, all injuries, all games, all headlines, everything um, as far as the NFL. But we're going to transition, man. I've been itching. I've been itching, man. I've been itching, itching, itching to get into this wrestling talk, man. Yo. 
All right. So let's get into it, man. Um, have a lot to cover here. Pro- this is probably the most time we'll, we we spent on wrestling in a while. So get settled in, my wrestling listeners, because I know y'all been wanting it, and we finna give it to you. Last night, all right, was the WWE pay-per-view, Hell in the Cell. Um, the promotion for this event was great. Um, all of the storylines leading up to this event were fantastic. WWE had the wrestling world in the palm of their hands coming into this event due to the fact that they have the biggest draw in wrestling right now. No matter SmackDown, Raw, AEW, I don't care. This Bray Wyatt storyline is the biggest draw in the wrestling business right now. This man has been back in wrestling, I want to say about six months now, dating back to his first match as his return back in SummerSlam, back in, I want to say August, back in August. Before that, the promo started back in June. That's when the promo started seeing this Bray Wyatt character come in. Last month at the Clash of Champions pay-per-view, Seth Rollins defeated Braun Strowman. End of the pay-per-view, lights go out. Braun, uh, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, makes his presence felt. Now we got a match. Hell in a Cell, Universal Championship match. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. Fast forward to last night. Let's just get straight into it. I was highly disappointed at what took place. Now let's set the stage. Hell in a Cell traditionally is a gory match. Traditionally uh, a sight to see. A lot of things that you're not going to get in a regular regular wrestling match, you're going to get this in this Hell in a Cell match from Undertaker and Shawn Michaels to Undertaker and Mankind, Triple H and Mankind, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns. You could go on and on. That Charlotte Flair versus uh, Sasha Banks. They had a great Hell in a Cell match. Then we get to last night. Y'all get this red Hell in a Cell out here. A red one. Y'all done painted the thing. No, no, no. It was the first. It was, they don't use this. They don't use this. They use the regular gray one. All red. Dripping All red. blood. It's like a. Well, it was only two. No, they only had two Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah. Yeah. But they had it there. So as soon as the pay per view comes on. The camera is at the top of the sale. They already started you off at the beginning of the pay-per-view. Like, yeah, the red sale is in the building. Seth Rollins comes out first. Champion never comes out first. Champion never comes out first. Champion always comes out last. And then you had this phenomenal entrance by Bray Wyatt. Phenomenal. Crazy. I mean, the, man, I had chill bumps going up my arms, man, watching this man come down to the ring. The match starts, and it's this gory red lighting. In the building. And I'm thinking as soon as the match starts, it'll lift up. Mm-hmm. You know, it will, we'll get back to regular lighting. But we didn't. They kept the gory red lighting during the entire match. Bray looked it phenomenal. He looked it great. He was moving swift. He looked it big. He was fast. He was executing all his moves. No sight on Seth Rollins. We all know he's a gamer. Seth Rollins going to put on great matches. These two was doing very, very well in this match. But they started to highlight the power of the Fiend, how he was indestructible, how you could do nothing to hurt him. No matter what Seth Rollins did, it didn't phase this man. That's what was on display in this match. We continue on in this match, and then the tables kind of oddly turn but Seth Rollins gets the upper hand. He starts using weapons on the Fiend. Even after the Fiend brought up this new sledgehammer, it was all painted and decorated. It looked kind of silly, this huge, humongous sledgehammer that he pulled from under the ring. I've never seen that in wrestling. I'm like, what is that? Mm-hmm. 
It like a donkey hammer from like Donkey Kong. That's what it looked like. And he abusing Seth Rollins with it. I'm like, okay, it's finna happen. So then he hit Seth Rollins with the sister Abigail, which is his finishing maneuver. One, two, Seth kicks out. I'm like, okay. I see. What, soon as that happened, I knew. I knew what was finna happen when Seth kicked out of sister Abigail. So Seth gets up her hand. He's hitting him with chairs, kendo sticks, brings in ladders, finally gets the fiend down. Fiend's flat on his back. Commentary's doing an excellent job. They keep scrambling. What can you do to hurt this man? What else? What is he? He can't be human. They doing a fantastic job hyping up this guy and his performance. Seth lays a ladder on top of this man and starts bamming the hell out of him with a chair. The announce team is going nuts. And then you see the referee get crazy. Now, this is for all my, our listeners who didn't get to see Hell in the Cell. He's bamming on the ladder. Boom, boom, boom. After hitting him like 20 curb stops and a pedigree. He pedigreed this man. And then the referee gets in Seth Rollins' face and says, hey, don't do that. This is not who you are. Think about what you're doing. This is a mistake. Don't do any more damage to him, Seth. Seth blacks out, pushes the ref out of the way, and smacks the chair right over the face of Ray Riot with the ladder on top of him. And then the referee calls for the bell. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Now, I'm sitting at home. Looking around like, dang, what Kyrie doing out of bed? I'm think I'm thinking like Kyrie out the bed playing with a toy or something. That can't be the referee bell. <laughs> they couldn't have called a disqualification in the damn hell in the cell match. But yes, the hell they did. Black, before I go on to the aftermath of the match, you want to share your sentiments of what took place after I just kind of described the match and how it ended, Black. What are your thoughts about Hell in the Cell ending that way? I was highly pissed, man. I agree with you. You know, we talked about it last night, too, afterwards. For so sure. For sure. I was highly disappointed, man. I was mm-hmm. highly disappointed in it. Uh, everything <laughs> everything from the start, if we just want to talk about that match, was was great. Beautiful. Uh, I feel like it was uh, competitive. You know what we expect. Yeah. You know, they did Pretty a good, good job. Pretty good match. Yeah. But I just don't know what went on in the end. Um, and, 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 and it was crazy to after that. Then you go to social media, and you go to Twitter, and you go to Instagram. Oh, man. And you see all the great past Hell in the Cell matches. Oh, yeah. It gives you a different respect. Now you're really pissed. Now you're hot. Because we've seen great matches, and we they just wasted another great match by DQ. Mick Foley was thrown yeah. off the cage. <laughs> Mick Foley cage. was thrown through the cage. Through, off the cage, through, through the, cage. the cage. On spikes. He, on spikes. He broke. He broke the hell. He broke the cage. <laughs> he broke it. Yes. We seen Shawn Michaels thrown from the cage. We seen Shane McMahon jump off the top of the hell in the cell through a table. Yes. And the match didn't stop. So Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Triple H, Paul, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon, Shane McMahon, Creative, Eric Bischoff, Paul Heyman. What are y'all doing? They dropped the ball on this one, D. They dropped the ball in a way till I, and like I told you afterwards, I said, I said, D. I just don't feel like they want they want to give maybe give Bray Wyatt and don't have uh, Seth Rollins lose this belt on a. On a pay-per-view like this. Not saying the Hell in the Cell is not a big pay-per-view. It's just not the grand stage for WWE in my eyes. But wasn't that wasn't that pay-per-view? I feel like you gotta get the belt off of 
Self at a WrestleMania, a Survival Series, a SummerSlam, somewhere like that. I think they want to continue and to continue to grow this character with Bray Wyatt. Now we see that people are excited even more in a DQ about Bray Wyatt than they were before. I give you that. Than they were before. So I, I think they want to try to keep growing from this and growing from it and put this belt on this man at a SummerSlam, at a Survivor Series, at a WrestleMania. And somewhere big when the when the plateau was really really big. But the setting of the pay per view was fitting for oh, Bray it, Wyatt. Oh yes, it the was. Red, the red the red the agree. red lighting, I the agree. intro, like it was it was it was a beautiful setting. Yeah, and I for agree. us to I totally get agree. and shout out the X Pop, like shout out to him. The WWE had a live fan, excuse me, a live watch while these superstars was watching the pay per view, and he was out of his mind. He said, I know they probably never have me back for another session like this, but what the hell is that? How do you have a DQ in the hell in the What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. This is alive. So this is a wrestler who's been in the business, a respected wrestler. Remember the D-Generation X, NWO, multiple champion? He's doing this live on the air. So imagine how a fan like me, I don't think it's nobody more invested in the Bray Wyatt than me. <laughs> I am invested into this character. And I ain't been invested in a character like this in a long I'm talking, bro. I literally stopped what I'm doing. This guy's on TV. Because I am almost infatuated with this character. Yeah. I've never seen a character like this. And kudos to the Rocks, to the Stone Colds, to the Hogans, to the Stings, to the Triple H's, the Undertaker. Like, kudos. Those are great, great, great characters. But I've never seen a split personality character. Yeah. That you only get to see the Fiend in action when he is coming to bring destruction. That's all he's there for. He's not there to talk. He's not there to do anything else but to rip your head off. Mm-hmm. And y'all get Seth Rollins get away after the Fiend terrorized this man for four weeks. <laughs> every Monday Night Raw, every SmackDown, this man had the mandible claw putting him to sleep at every ending of the show. You got to let me in. I got the arena know what they're gonna do to yeah. capitalize off last night but i will say even though i was heated bray wine didn't win bray white didn't win the title the ending was fire oh the ending was the ending was fire the ending was and and and, and, and in my eyes i, 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 all I, I, I said got to, i got to thinking about it i said uh, yeah this is how they're going to keep this thing going because of that ending the ending was fire i feel like they can grow because I, I i like i told you yes last night when we were talking about right. it I feel like they're going to grow this Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins thing. They're going to carry this as long as the buzz is hot for it. We've yeah. seen it before. Yeah. We've seen it before, and I feel like it's going to stay that way until that belt get put around Bray Wyatt because that's what the WWE need, a Bray Wyatt, his character, to have have the heavyweight belt around his waist. Right. So I feel like it's it's – it's great, right? And we're going to see it. Right. We're going to see it. It's just on. It's only a matter of time. Right. But I think it was just not the pay per view to do it, even though it okay. was fit for Bray Wyatt. I got you. I just feel like the pay per view wasn't big enough to okay. give it to him. I got you. I, 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 and I'm. I, I, that's cool. I, I respect that, Black. That ending was phenomenal. 
when this Joker jumped out of the rubbish of a ladder and chairs oh, man. and put the oh, what's man. happening on Seth Rollins, <laughs> I mean, what he did to Seth Rollins was, it was gory, dog. <laughs> and I don't think the WWE knew how bad Rollins was hurt. Mm-hmm. When they put that camera down there on the ground and he was literally regurgitating blood out of his mouth while the Fiend was giving him the mandible claw, Seth Rollins got real internal injuries today. Mm-hmm. That's what that, He was literally throwing up blood. And the, I loved it. And, and I think when the cameraman realized what was happening, you saw the camera pull out. Yeah, yeah, it pulled out and went the, black. Yeah, the yeah. camera pulled out and yeah. then it went black. And then you heard the, the laugh that Bray Wyatt gave at the end. So the ending of the pay-per-view, it was fire. So even the fans that are booing and the fans that are pissed off like me and the fans that are screaming AEW, AEW, tonight might be the highest viewed Raw Oh yeah, in probably the last 25 years of that show. Because all of us are like, okay, what now? What are you going to do now since you potentially ruined what we all wanted? And that was for Bray Wyatt to win that Universal Championship inside of that structure. That's what we wanted. Could you imagine him holding up that belt and that red lighting with that red cage around him? Do you know how raw that would have looked? Oh, yeah. The pictures, the posters, the T-shirts that I would have been been making off that? I'll be happy. I'll be happy. It won't, it won't have a lot of luster. Yeah. It won't like last not night. Like, not, not, not like, like last, last night. night. Yeah. Now, if they do something. If they do something special tonight. But they're not gonna let. They're not gonna let them two characters fight on the raw. It's always gonna be pay per view. It's too, it's too big. big. It's too big. Now they to bring some luster too. Cause back in the day they did stuff like that. They did. Like when Kane beat Stone Cold in the first blood match. Yeah. And he won. And the next night it was Kane. And Stone Cold in the rematch for the belt, and Stone Cold got it back. Yeah. They'll do it you like go, from time to time. But back, they ain't done it in a while. Yeah, though. you can go back to WCW. Shoot, Goldberg won the uh, belt on Monday night. He did. Monday he Nitro. beat Hogan on Monday Nitro. He, on Monday Nitro. You're so right. they've done it before You're in right. the past. But so, I think now the characters are right. just, they try to make it so big on these pay per views. They the want you to up. watch these pay per views. The build up. They want you to, they want to build it up and then get yeah. you locked in into the pay per view. Yeah. So, all in all, I was disappointed. The ending was fire. The match was good. Not really sure what WWE is doing there, but maybe Vincent Kennedy McMahon has something up his sleeve. But just to touch on a couple of other notable matches, the other other great match on here was Becky Lynch versus oh, yeah. Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah, great match. I feel like that was match, match, of, the match of the night. Match of the night. Yeah. That match opened up the pay-per-view. Um, man, uh, Sasha Banks a gamer, man. Yes, she is. She's very slept on. That girl is very – I think Charlotte's a – Pound for pound, the best wrestler in wrestling right now. Sasha Banks is right up there. She is very – she's like the Seth Rollins of the women's division. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to give you a great match. And I was ready for Becky to lose, but Becky kind of reminded me last night why she still needs to be champion. <laughs> that girl got fire, and she bring that pain. Yeah. You know, and she's a good character, man. Other than that, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan defeated Luke Harper and Eric Romer. A lot of rumors out there right now that Daniel Bryan may be seriously injured. Towards the end of that – walk off and they was walking out Daniel Bryan collapsed on the ramp oh, man. he collapsed so they played a video back of when he went face first through a table he literally went face first through a table with no break so they think he has a concussion of some sort of that and they're worried about his neck because you know he came back from a neck injury mm-hmm. so let's keep our eye close to uh Daniel Bryan you had the queen Charlotte Flair become a 10 time <laughs> 10 time 10 time women's champion last night and Michael Cole said something during the broadcast that I agree with. You're going to have to start discussing her as one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Her accolades, what she does in the ring, her character, she is responsible for, mostly responsible for elevating that women's division to the respect that they have. Mm-hmm. 
She is, along with Sasha Banks, along with Becky Lynch, along with Ronda Rousey when she came along. These women have elevated that division, but she is now a 10-time champion. So shout out to my girl, um, Charlotte Flair. And then other than that, man, you know, we had some 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 other little mediocre matches. We had Chad Gable uh, defeat King Corbin. You had, you know, some mixed tag matches. Nothing really exciting. They had a lot of filler matches last night. Um, but that was pretty much it, man. That was, that was pretty much it for Hell in a Cell. I think everybody was waiting on that main event uh, as far as that go. All right, a little bit more WWE. Friday Night SmackDown debut on Fox, all right, this past Friday night. It was a very big show. You had The Rock start to show off. You know, him and Becky Lynch getting into a King Corbin. Y'all heard a little bit of that when we opened up the show. But let's just get into the good part, man. Let's Well, let's get into the part that kind of was resounding. Um, the main event, all right. Kobe Kingston defended the WWE Championship against Brock Lesnar, and he was beaten in seven seconds. Horrible, yeah. man. So, Black, where you at with that, man? Because we was champion the Kofi Kingston run. Yeah. And especially when he won the championship back at WrestleMania. So, where you at with how he lost the title? Are, are you – let me ask you this. Are you upset that he lost or are you upset in the manner which he lost? I'm upset in the manner that he lost right. because we already knew it was coming at some point. Correct. We knew that he, they weren't going to keep that belt around Kofi. For he had it longer than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, longer than but, I thought. But we all knew that he was going to lose. He was going to lose it. But yeah. not in that manner – I, I expected, I wanted it to be uh, an entertaining match at least, but uh-huh. it's just how they do Brock Lesnar. Everything's easy for Brock Lesnar unless he's messing with a Seth Rollins or yeah. a woman or Roman Reigns or uh, hopefully now uh, uh, I can't. Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, if, if that's what it's finna be. But uh, I was highly pissed about the way they did Kofi, man. I didn't like that. Uh, if I was Kofi, I'd be I'd be highly pissed myself because <laughs> yeah, it's just like he jumped and Brock laughing. F five, F five, boom. That's that's it. It was over. That's it. <laughs> so it was over. and I seen that you Fred that you wrote on Twitter. And you said you know they had Kofi lose that <laughs> lose the belt <laughs> like like that to Brock. Like that's yeah. that's not the way you want to see a champion lose the belt. But hey man, it. Just jumped on his back. That's what it was. Like I was like, man. But other than that, like I was highly upset with that match. But overall, SmackDown was. I think um, Vince McMahon. Like uh, we are in the new wrestling is halfway. They halfway there because we're in a whole new generation where we had information. So you, the way you get characters off now these days, like we all know the characters. So like, give us some characters. You know what I'm saying? And I and I've seen somebody's. Somebody was just talking like they was joking, but they was like, damn, like they fucked uh, Kofi Kingston over like that. Like, it'd be dope if they was just to change his whole character, like just into a darker character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, do find some way to do like how they did Sting. Like, just the same way you're doing, like, really develop these. Like, we understand they're real because they go, we've accepted it. Nobody's hidden from the fact. Like I love what Fox has done. Like Fox, like look, it's like football now. Like yep, every Friday. You know, like, yeah, like these are characters. <laughs> these are characters we want to see. We want to see good storylines. Like daytime television. Like yep. so, give us some good storylines. And you know, I'm I'm hoping that the AEW just knocks this shit out the park because it's gonna make WWE step it up and just give us that again. You know what I'm saying? It's just yep. funny how full circle wrestling Can has come, come because yep. it's like. At first, when we got into the attitude area, you had to get rid of the eye, right, get your Hogan's in your yeah. They had to go. Yeah, like you got now. Nah, we need Stone Cold. Like we need Rocks, more real yeah. people. But yeah, now it's, it's like seeing the fiend. 
like we you can create those you know what i'm saying like you can be creative and create these different i like what they doing with corbin i just don't think he i don't i like the king i like what they doing now that what he got he king came corbin. out with the king corbin shit you know what I'm saying? I, I would like him to be a little bit more darker, though. You know, his what personality got to kind of get a little more. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's got, yeah. He got, to get he got the figure. He got the look. Everything. Yeah. I, I, but like they still, I like They him. still use. I just don't like the fact that they still. Because I like his character too. Uh-huh. But they still using him in embarrassing moments, like with the rock. With that, well, like, I thought that was yeah. a good one because it's like that's an honor. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, okay. Right. Well, to, be, right. to be able to. Be I didn't in think that about spot, it like that. You know what I'm saying? they could have used anybody. Right. Anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like to go in that spot. So it's like everybody gonna be. Watching that, so they know who he is now. Right, know who on he the is. national stage on Fox. Right. Yeah, so they so. committed to that character. I, yeah. As soon as I seen him beat Kurt Angle, I was like, "Yeah, this he on they the gonna up. put something behind him, man. He'll be champion to, soon. Yeah. I don't know where, but he will be. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, uh, touch on Kofi, man. I did not like how he lost. I'm fine with him losing. I didn't want Brock to beat him, but I'm fine with it because of what birth after it. We didn't know why Brock Lesnar destroyed Rey Mysterio and his son five days before. We didn't know what was that. We, did. we didn't know why that happened. We didn't Hold know on, why man. he just obliterated this young boy. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. When I, when, I, when I was on Bleacher Report and I seen that they were discussing with uh, Cain Velasquez, I was like, well, he's Mexican. It kind of makes sense. I, I didn't see it coming. It kind of makes sense, but I didn't know it was going to be Mysterio and uh. but. Once you put two in, it makes sense. It makes you sense know, now. It, it makes sense yeah, yeah. now. Makes sense now. Yeah. I have no clue because I just didn't understand why Rey Mysterio just got destroyed. His, the way Brock Lesnar grabbed this boy out of his chair. It was, oh, bro, yeah. It, I was like, dog. Is this a script or is this like what? I thought it was real. He put it the look real on this boy because Rey Mysterio didn't even fight in the main event. No, he, he didn't did. even fight. So he I'm did. thinking it was something like I was like, what's real? happening, dog? Because like, as soon as Brock got out, like, he snatched the mic from this dude. So, but then to go on to SmackDown after the crowd was just like booing Brock and uh, Paul Heyman out of the building, you hear Rey's music hit, and then you see Velasco. You're like, oh, okay. And then he comes running down and, you know, do his little thing on Brock. I was like, wow, this is something fresh. This is something new. You know, they can they can tie in the storyline of Kane defeating Brock in the UFC. You know, that's who took the belt from Brock in the UFC. So they can tie in that thing storyline. And then you now now Kane has a mentor in the great Rey Mysterio, you know, to kind of be there along the way. So we'll see how that storyline kind of shapes out. But all in all, thanks to back now was a good show. They could on the, uh, put on a good product that night. Opening match was uh, Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and uh, and uh, uh, Bailey. Um, you had your top four women wrestlers uh, doing their thing to open the show. It was pretty good. You had The Rock, you know, doing his thing. So I liked it. I wish we caught us. We could have seen The Undertaker. It was kind of sad to see what Undertaker had to say about it. Said the WWE told him he wasn't needed for the opening night. Oh wow! That's what Undertaker said on his Twitter. You know, people was asking why you weren't there, why you weren't there. He said I was simply told I wasn't needed tonight. So I was kind of like, man, that was kind of. Yeah, you got to have the people. That was kind of nuts. This is a chance to display your legend. Vince is not. Yeah, he's like wrestling more than before. Like our people, like our dads and shit, like they knew wrestling. They had their time watching, but we in the new era to where it's like we still want to see like. Let me see him. Right. Why why you still have us engaged. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a perfect spot. You okay with all your new shit going on? Like we watching, you know, but like Stone Cold out. Yeah, give him a take out. Like, we, like, you gave us the Rock segment. That would have been perfect. Like, 
that whole show should have been about making spots. Yeah. Because that's all the ending was. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even a real match. So why nope. why are you wasting my time with right. these matches? Undertaker like, should have been there. Right. Every Everything should have been spots. Right. Like to promote, hey, we here. This is right. the new SmackDown. So. Right. I agree. So, you know, it would have been good to see him in a uh, laugh out loud moment with Tyson Fury getting into a Braun Strowman. Uh, Fury a big man, man. Like, Tyson Fury is a big man. Yeah. You know, Braun is big, too. And it was kind of funny how they was kind of, you know, doing it like that. And I was telling Black last night, man, I kind of think if the timeline is is for it, that you might get you a Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman situation at WrestleMania. Like, this is how these things start. Yeah, they yeah. start, like, way in advance, you know, before they cultivate at a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And it could be something there, man. Tyson Fury, he, 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 he is, like, a perfect type figure for wrestling, yeah, yeah. you know and he could pull it off, you know, because of his personality and how he can, you know, do what he does. And like man. I told, and like I told you last night uh, on Bleacher Report, I seen after that they gave him an open mic, a kind, you know, for tonight, right? For tonight on Raw, right. so we'll see if he's gonna be on that tonight. You know, yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see too. It will be. All right, man. So that's wrapping up WWE, but let's transition over to the AEW All Elite Wrestling took place this past Wednesday night, 8 p.m. on TNT. I thought it was only going to get one hour, but they got two. They're mm-hmm. on from 8 to 10 on TNT every Wednesday. I thought that was big. I enjoyed the show. Highly enjoyed From it. beginning to end, the matches were competitive. I think we're still at the stage now. We're still learning the wrestlers, but you got enough notables. You got the Cody Roses. They brought in Jack Swagger, now Jack, Jack Hager. Hager. You know, at the end, you 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 got you know they gave you the feel of like you know like the the Mexican wrestlers like the Conans and the Rey Mysterios and the tag teams like yeah. they gave you good promos like the wrestling the the, uh, the women wrestling was pretty good they mm-hmm. crowned their first champion on that show uh, women's champion that show so Chris Jericho is there and I think Jericho is better than ever like. You can tell he's getting a little old and that body kind of that yeah. body kind of going down the yeah. drain. But that character is as strong as it has ever been. And I just want to say shout out Cody Rhodes. Like, for him to be the engine of this AEW thing, man, him and uh, Goldust, his brother Dustin, Ro- Dustin Reynolds, like, for these two guys to be the engine of this thing, man, and for his wife to be, like, the, the president of it all, like, yeah. I'm proud of him, man, because he came out and the crowd was, like, engaged, man, because he was the first match. Cody Rose, which I think was right. They got it good. So, I enjoyed the show. I got my DVR set weekly for it to record, you know what I'm saying, so I could check it out, man. So, Black, what you thought about the show, man? Man, I was – I was – I was – I wasn't too, you know, I know we talked about it for, like, you know, on past episodes, but I really wasn't too. I was like, oh, we'll see what it's going to be, you know, exciting. It's wrestling, you know, I'm going to tune in. But uh, Wednesday night changed my mind about the whole uh, yeah. AEW. <laughs> yeah, man. It gave me that nitro feel that I grew up on, man. Yeah. It gave me that nitro feel. And I was like, man, this is this looks like nitro. Mm-hmm. It, that, that's yeah. exactly what it gives me, Fireworks and everything. Yes, man. Yeah, crowd. Like- it was. And it was like the, the crowd was in it was in great. one. It was crazy to see the crowd hop and it was packed like crowd was great. And man, it was it was it was fun to watch and I just hope they keep it going. But uh as far as like the wrestlers like Cody Rose, man, they doing a good job with this finding these dots. John Moxie and this uh Kenny Omega Kenny thing, Omega. it's gonna be awesome to see this, you know, this this keep growing between them two because they they got something here yep. and the, that I don't know the tag team guy's name, but they remind me of the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. They got like, they're yeah, they crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know their tag team name right now, but it's crazy to watch them. And then Jack, they, 
they threw a ball putting Jack Haggard in there because I did not expect that. I thought he was doing strike force. Uh, in, uh, MMA. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was doing that. Now he's part of AEW. Yeah, man. So it's it's exciting to see. It's like they uh, it's like they making up a, a little NWO with him, Chris, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Yeah, they got and, a little uh, click. Yeah, they got a yeah. little click going on here. Yeah. So it was fun to see. It gave me the vibe of wrestling when I was a kid when we were watching Nitro. Good show, That's man. how I felt, and I'm excited to see it. Every Wednesday moving forward. Good show. Fred, yeah, what you, yeah, what you yeah. thinking, man? Yeah, I'm excited about uh, AEW. Just I, aesthetically, it's good to watch as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, no no slight to WWE, but, like, it, they're supposed to, even if you if your storyline is going to be better than actual wrestling on the mat, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, just give me something to keep me engaged. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like football games. The Jags don't be good all the time, but their storyline is keeping me engaged even yeah. when we were sorry back in the day mm-hmm. so uh, with AEW like I'm even though we getting to learn these characters like it's still like doing 360 <laughs> somersaults and shit off the you, you just yeah. don't see when the last time you seen that they type performing, of shit man. Yeah. Like, they like, performing man like, yeah they performing they yeah. performing like they know they out there to perform now product I, like I, I think when I was saying earlier like they understand that we understand what we're watching like mm-hmm. we don't even want you to get nothing over here we here for the bullshit right we come to the circus I don't want the clown to take off his Man, right, right, right. Start giving me election. Nigga, juggle and, and yeah. control lions. And I paid my ticket to come see this fair. And like yeah. AEW is putting that together. Like we're gonna get y'all a show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is who I am in the ring. Like right. and, and we all there enjoying yeah. wrestling. So it was pretty cool, man. Especially towards the end with John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, came out. Him and Kenny yeah, Omega man, got into it. They got backstage. <laughs> uh, they got a big match coming up. I think their next pay per view was called All Out. And uh, the main event is Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho for their world title. You know what I'm saying? So they got a nice product, man, that they're rolling on display. Uh, I think All Out is at the end of this month. I think so I'm going to tune we, in. How can you watch they? Don't worry about it. I got you, dog. All Don't right. Appreciate it. it. Don't worry about it. You know your boy got you. You know you know your boy got you with the links. Yeah, appreciate uh, that. So I think I'm going to tune in to that, man, just to check it out. They'll be coming back down to Jacksonville in December um, for a show. So I don't know if it's going to be a house show, a pay-per-view, or a uh, – oh, matter of fact, not only are they coming in December, but the previous Saturday, WWE will be here. Oh, wow. That previous Saturday for a house show. They'll be okay. here for a house show uh, that Saturday. So back-to-back weeks in the arena, you'll have WWE and AEW here in Jacksonville. That's so crazy. that'll be something good. But um, good product. We'll see how it goes. I was entertained. I think they they, they got something. They, they got something. They got something. And we'll see how you know it, it'll continue to grow. All right, yo, so that's going to uh, wrap up our wrestling talk. We're getting ready to transition into high school football here in Duval. We're going to talk about a few teams, a few games, some some stats, some some quarterbacks, some receivers, <laughs> black. What you got for us, man, around the city, man? Fill us in, man. Yeah, man, we had some uh, good football this past weekend. Uh, very A very big weekend. You had big games going on all over Duval County and outside of Duval County as well. Uh, before we started off, we got West, Nass- West Nassau. Shout out to my boy Fred. Uh, they beat Bradford 16-13 to 13 in the uh, clo- in the close game. Then we had Baldwin versus Andrew Jackson. Baldwin beat Andrew Jackson's 41-14. to 14. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. And then we had, Orange, we had Orange Park versus Bishop Kenny. In a in a in a really good game, Orange Park won forty two to thirty five mm-hmm. in the in, in the in the last minute. So that was a highly entertaining game as well. We had we had Fletcher over Nice, twenty eight twenty one. And then we had uh 
Bartram Trail beat Ponte Vedra 29-27 in a close game. And uh, Bartram Trail, by the way, best team in the city so far at 6-0. and Wow, okay. 6-0. So, shout out to Bartram Trail. And we also had we we also had Terry Parker beat down Baker County uh, <laughs> twenty to thirteen. Beat down. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. they came and they actually came from behind and won this game. Uh, I looked at the highlights. So uh, shout out to Terry Parker on the on the big win as well. Then we had Bowes drag uh, Melbourne Catholic Christian School forty eight to six. No con- no contest whatsoever. Shellacking. <laughs> And then we had uh, the game of the week, the game, the game that I've been talking about, the game that's been on Twitter. Everybody wanted to see St. Thomas Aquinas come came down to Duval and beat up on Mandarin, fifty-six to twenty-eight. Sheesh! Uh, highly entertaining game. They had over twenty recruits there checking out this game. QB one was recording at this game. Uh, Stop selling tickets at this game because it was too packed. So, uh, yeah, and, and uh, St. Thomas flexed their muscle against Mandarin. They, they're the number six-ranked team in the nation, all of, of high school football, and they came down here and just gave it to Mandarin mm-hmm. in the uh, it, uh, Friday night. And then we had uh, Wolfson, the Wolf Pack. Shout-out to my son, Marcel. Shout-out, Marcel. They won 53-34 to 34 okay. over, the, over the North Florida – Educational Institute. Okay, knock the boys <laughs> off, though. Knock those boys <laughs> off. And knock shout boys out to, want to give a shout out to uh, Lamont. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Want to give a shout out to, to Lamont Herring from uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Okay. He rushed for a, a, a buck 50 with two touchdowns in that game. And then we also want to, uh, my star player of the week, of the week was uh, Alex Carley from, from uh, Orange Park. 11 carries, 130 yards, five total touchdowns, and and uh and gave another couple of catches for 70 yards with a touchdown. So shout out to him uh, on a big week. So we're gonna always gonna give y'all keep y'all up to date with the sure. scores and stats, and always give you a player of the a five star player of the week. Shout out to Alex uh, Corley on being that guy this week. Hope they continue to do to do big things down the road as as long as with the other schools as well here in the city. For sure. All right, man. Shout out to Black Man coming through once again with the high school football man. Kind of keeping us in tune up to date. I know, I know, man. We got to get out here to some of these games. Me and Black playing around, man. <laughs> we got to get out here, man. I know we get itching and inching closer to playoffs. Let's get going, man, with some other news, man. This past Saturday night at UFC 243. The Adesanya era officially began, okay? Uh, Israel Adesanya took care of Robert Whitaker in devastating fashion. Robert Whitaker is a gamer. If you know anything about MMA, you know Whitaker brings it. His two fights with Romero Romero were classics. But for what this kid was able to do to get in and just shut him down after Whitaker was literally giving it everything he had, shows, shows you a little bit of who this kid really is and what he's going to be. So Israel Adesanya is the new undisputed middleweight champion in the UFC. And if I had to guess, he's going to hold that title in that division for a mighty long time. I know you got Paulo Acosta out there. 
he might be the potential next fight. That boy ain't quick enough. <laughs> Asanya going to pick that boy apart. I just don't see Rock Hole getting back in the mix. Wyman, any of these boys. Like, I don't see any of these guys in middleweight, you know, causing, giving this kid a problem. He's so offensively sound and unique in there. The last person that we saw do that, his name was Anderson Silva. Yeah. And that's it. There's no one else. <laughs> All right? So, shout out to Adesanya, your new undisputed middleweight champion. NBA training camp kicked off. NBA preseason kicked off. The boys out there in L.A. got it going. Anthony Davis gave you just a little bit. You know what's <laughs> going to be happening. 23 points in the first half as the Lakers took care of the Warriors. LeBron looks good out there, man. And shout out Avery Bradley. Even though it's preseason, he got up in Steph Grill, bro. Steph was a little frustrated at the end of the first quarter. If you saw a little <laughs> bit of that TNT game with Avery Bradley out there. Rondo, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, bro. Make a layup, bro. Dwight Howard. Take the lob and put it in the rim, bro. Now, I give Dwight. He's had a couple rebounds, had a block shot. We'll take that. But come on, bro. Mm. We need them six. All right. All right. Uh, also, moving down the line, as we already said, Jay Gruden released of his duties at the Washington Skin. Rest Washington. I'm not going to say the other name. Head coach Bill Callahan will be taking over. Uh, some sad news, in my opinion. LeVar Ball is uh, dealing with an embezzlement case. Uh, the guy that they're suing, who they say stole money from them, is countersuing against LeVar Ball, saying LeVar Ball took $3.5 million from Big Baller brand up under Alonzo Ball's nose. All right, so that's a serious issue there if that is happening. I don't believe he did that to his own son, but in the times we're living in, you just don't know, man. So hopefully that is not true. Also, CM Punk. Is one step away from entering back into the WWE. Uh, negotiations and conversations are being held with Vince McMahon and Triple H to get him back into the business. We'll see how and we'll see when. Want to give a big, big shout-out to Errol Spence Jr. and Sean Porter, man. A couple Saturdays ago, those boys put on a show. Sean Porter is game. He gave Earl Spence Jr. all he could handle. And Earl Spence came out with a slight win. Great fight. Boxing's had a hell of a year. Shout-out to those two guys for keeping it going. And last but not least, well, one more thing after this. Last but not least, um, Triple G's washed up. <laughs> Triple G's old. He's he took old. care of uh, Shashanko uh, the other night. Uh, my man Black feel like Shashanko won that fight. Yeah, I, like I thought it was kind of sloppy, kind of a uh, 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 fight. And uh, I don't know, Triple G, you, you trying to call that Canelo again. I know you're trying to get more money, but I think Triple G's time as a, a superstar attraction I think it's coming to an end. I just don't really see nothing else out there for him after that. And last but not least, this could happen. It could not. The potential is there. Randy Orton is petitioning to face The Rock at WrestleMania 36 in Tampa, Florida. They have been on Twitter going back and forth over the past couple of days. Randy Orton really wants this match in real life. He's been petitioning. He's trying to, there, he's trying to get The Rock to sign on. And from what I read last night on Beach Report, the WWE is flying out. So Los Angeles to sit down with The Rock to see if it is a possibility that this match can take place and they're going to form it around who's the best third generational star ever. If you know anything about wrestling, Orton's grandfather, Orton's father were in the WWE and Orton and then Rock's father, grandfather were in the WWE with The Rock. So that concludes our other news. Um, we're going to wrap it up here at the sports desk. Uh, not too much to report and things to watch for. We got a UFC fight this coming Saturday night based out of Tampa, Florida. Uh, you got Michelle Watterson and Joanna Jojancic, former uh, champion in the UFC. 
uh, headline in that card. Card's kind of lackluster, but it's UFC. It's MMA. So if you're into it, check it out on ESPN Plus this Saturday. Also, check out your NFL marquee games, uh, week six, college football, big week in college football, week seven. And, uh, of course, we're going to be covering covering everything here at the Sports Desk. We appreciate all you guys' support, tuning in, giving us your opinions, interacting with us, man. We thank y'all, all the support on SoundCloud, all the support on iTunes. Thank you for listening and, uh, you know, showing us love, man. And we're going to keep it going here at the Sports Desk. So, one more time, I am your man's. Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists, reporting live once again. And all I want you to do is let me in. <laughs> and it's your man, Black. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Yes, sir. Fred. This is man, Freddie Gator Fred Bricks. You know what I'm saying? Follow me at Freddie Bricks. And go Gators. Shout out to my Gators, man. Big game coming up. Uh-huh. Game day back to back. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? We back out here. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, uh, Gator Fred, as he said. Yeah, all right, man. We're going to get out of here, man. Once again, appreciate all the love. We'll check y'all on 28. Yeah.